this is um, we've voted between oh. the two of us. Okay. That this Dr. Drew episode is just one oh. of our favorites ever. I, you ever. know, we recorded it a while ago, and I cannot stop thinking about it and laughing about it to myself. It was so. It was such a fun time. It exceeded our expectations. The big, uh, you know, craziness with with it was that we had. I don't. I guess we must have removed the digital cards from the cameras before we hit rec- stop recording. Oh. So what happened? I think that's what happened. So what happened was. We gave those cards to our producer like we do Blue Band every week. And when we gave them to him, he goes, hey, only one of the cameras, only one of the cards has an angle on it. The other two don't. And I was oh, just devastated. God. So I gave, I say, he said he can take it to data recovery, takes it there. Meanwhile, we go to record an episode a week or so ago with Josh Weinstein. And when I open the camera, it says... Do you want to recover the data that was last on the card? Insert the card you had in here last. Oh my god! So I call so him in a panic and I say, "Bring those cards. Go pick them up from Data Recovery. Bring them back here, and let's see if we can salvage the video." And we did. Thank so, God. Because the video was so important to us too. As, as much as the the audio is the best, it's like <laughs> now there's a lot of people watching on YouTube. The video, especially for this episode, meant so much to see uh, Doctor Drew's face. <laughs> you know, I. I, uh, this absolutely is my favorite episode we have ever done of your Isn't mom's house. Isn't that something? I, I kind yeah. of tend to agree. I think because I also drew is such a great fit for the types of clips that we play. I'll just I'll just say that mm-hmm. little kernel that it was an interesting fit to have him here watching the stuff that we laugh at every week. It was great. Um, it was a really good fit. I am done for the year. Uh, I have no more stuff on the books. I'm going to be announcing some. 2018 stuff uh, pretty soon. The one thing I can tell you is that my special, Disgraceful, okay. uh, comes out January 12th on Netflix. Chips in a bowl. Chips in a bowl. I'm very excited for it. Very thankful to have the opportunity from Netflix. And um, I hope you guys check it out. January 12th. Mark your calendars. Give it a stream for me. Tell your friends to Give watch it. Give it a stream for us. Yeah. Is that the new saying? The I kids are all. I don't know. Give but it a stream. Gene, I know you are going to be uh, 2018 Road Dog in a little bit, right? A little bit. A I'm doing things. select appearances. January 12th, I am at the Ice House in Pasadena, and you will be joining me, the Gene Machine. That's the same night it comes out. That's I know. We'll be yeah. celebrating. February 2nd and 3rd, Salt Lake City, Utah, Wise Guys Comedy Club. February 23rd, Calusa Casino in Calusa, California, one show only. And then March 30th and 31st, Portland, Oregon at Helium Comedy Club. Tickets at Christina P. Online. Get them now. There it is. There it is, Jean. There it is. Whoop. So, this episode is brought to you by Sattva, the online luxury leading mattress company that your two mothers sleep on every single night. Sattva is a company that doesn't have a retail store, and that means they pass those savings on to you. Eco-friendly, cost-efficient and amazing customer service. That's what they pride themselves on. We can vouch for it. One of the things that we can say that we've been sleeping on this product now for a few years, we experienced the customer service. We were there when they called us to set it up. They followed up after they dropped it off. They set it up for us after they left. They did our mattress takeaway service. We've been thrilled with it. We have the luxury firm Satva Mattress. That's S-A-A-T-V-A. 
mattress, and we highly, highly recommend it. Start off the new year by treating yourself right. Go to sattvamattress.com and get yourself a deliciously decadent mattress to sleep on. And don't spend tens of thousands of dollars to do it like some of the other luxury mattresses want you to do. This is like sleeping at a luxury hotel, and we did it, and we couldn't be happier. And if you're in the memory foam game, you can go to Loom and Leaf, L-O-O-M and Leaf, L-E-A-F. That's what our producer, Blue Band, sleeps on, a equally amazing memory foam mattress brought to you by the Sattva Company. Thank you, Sattva. Sattva. Guys, uh, this episode of Your Mom's House is brought to you in part by Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. And here's what I like about it. They offer three different types of meal plans. The two-person meal plan, uh, there you go. Two people choose from eight new recipes per week with the choice to receive either two or three recipes any week. The family meal plan, and then guess what they have now? The wine plan, six bottles of wine from a renowned renowned winemakers delivered monthly. Isn't that fantastic? What I love best about Blue Apron is the variety because God knows I only know how to do like two things, right? That's all I make, meatballs. That's it. Chicken. Not a lot more than that. (laughs) But with Blue Apron, there's so much variety. They don't repeat the recipe uh, within a year. And every meal can be cooked in under 45 minutes, which is just fantastic. Uh, The high quality ingredients, Blue Apron sends only non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. It is so delicious. Uh, It's so convenient. And if you don't want to get food that week, then you just skip it. It's just that simple. So... uh, Check it out. Blue Apron is treating your mom's house listeners to their first three meals, a $30 value with your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash mom. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off with free shipping at blueapron.com slash mom. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And finally, you guys know that Jean and I both shave. (laughs) Jean. Jean shaves her legs. Christine. Christine does. I shave my neck. I shave my eyes out of my face, and I <laughs> shave below the waist, and I'll let you just imagine oh. where. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've heard us talk about the amazing shave we get from Dollar Shave Club razors, especially when we use their Dr. Carver's shave butter. Well, here to tell you that we are never giving up our membership. In fact, we are adding even more Dollar Shave Club products to our daily routine. Dollar Shave Club makes products for your hair, face, skin, shower, everything you need. They have us looking and feeling amazing, and it's all their own, original stuff. They use only the finest premium ingredients, and they deliver it to you, just like they do their razors. That means no more annoying trips to the store, cruising up down the aisles, looking at the shelf. What the? Where is this thing? Where do I go? Yeah, it's the worst. That's such a good value, too, the Dollar Shave. Oh, it is. You know what I just got to is their... their, their, their wipe, the one wipe. Oh my goodness. Is it one wipe, Charlie's? Is that their thing? Yeah, it's pretty nice. Put it in your pocket and put it in your backpack. It's going to be know, my, that's going to be my uh, salvage on this next year. Yeah. Trip. And you know what I like? It's just the, the leisurely quality of, hey, I want a clean razor. Boop, you got it. It's like so luxurious. They got us covered head to toe. And with gift memberships and e-gift cards available, Dollar Shave Club can help cover the names on your holiday shopping list too. I want you to love Dollar Shave Club as much as we do, so we've arranged for you to try your first month of their best razor along with travel-sized versions of uh, shave butter, body cleanser, and yes, even butt wipes for just $5. After that, replacement cartridges ship 
for just a few bucks a month. It's the Dollar Shave Club Starter Set. Get yours for just $5 exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash mom. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash mom. Thank you, Dollar Shave Club. Thank you, Blue Apron, and thank you, Sattva, or as our accountant says, Sativa. <laughs> thank you guys very much. Oh, geez. Please enjoy this episode as much as we did with the great oh Dr. God. Drew. We're rolling, and it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. Uh, our very special guest today is the uh, delightful and um, tremendously... Uh, I hope you still feel that way. I hope you feel I'm delightful. <laughs> and um, just, just has an absolutely, a, a, I would say, a tremendously tempting torso. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Drew, the body Pinsky, is here. <laughs> Many years ago, we got a peek behind the curtain of your upper body. And I got to say... That was you, a long time ago. You mask that on... Uh, you deliberately do that, don't you, on, on TV? Like, uh, he's ripped. Where, he's so ripped. Not I anymore. Seeing him, and I was like, "What?" And because I'd seen you for a while on TV. Yeah. And then I see you shirtless uh, at a pool, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" This guy I must have had a towel on my waist or something, and just had my upper <laughs> body. Out. I mean, is, was that something that you got into a long time ago? Weightlifting. Yeah, a long time ago when I was 14. And you, so you and, did. And it I've all... almost never stopped. Yeah, it's weird. But and now it's become my my like my meditation. Now, now to I do get, weightlifting. I, I do well. It's not even weight, barely weightlifting anymore, but it's it's. I lift. I listen to podcasts, and I just sit and I just I go into a, like a meditative state. Oh, wow. And did, does your wife talk during this podcast? Just no, it's all Tom right now. <laughs> it's he's it's, he's excited. I'm mesmerized by his body. Yeah, listen, yeah. we're huge fans of you, Doctor Drew. You're this very. Is, this is the fact. In in 08, Tom and I were living in the Rampart Division. We were <laughs> engaged. We had in a one bedroom apartment. But celebrity rehab was the glue to our marriage. Wow. When you say like we're we, huge fans, we've seen every know. episode. We we're obsessed with you. I've listened to you since Love Line, since the Poor Man days. That's kind of weird. K Rock. I'm That's almost crazy. like well, 13. I, I, Can we go back know, to sorry. his body. But, <laughs> so, <laughs> here's what I want to know. Yeah, yeah. So one thing that, that that stood out the most is that it really felt like uh, nobody would know that you were this in shape dude, which is kind of like an interesting thing. A lot of people that are really into fitness yeah. would like make an effort to go like, I'm going to show everybody no. and, and no, I'm going to no. show them because I've earned it, which then you go like, Oh yeah, that's a good point. But I feel like none of the clothes you wear on celebrity rehab or any knee no, no, would no. flaunt. No, yeah, no, no, that's no, true. No. Why aren't so, you flaunting it? Drew? No. Because it takes away from it also, it took credibility. You, as a, it would be a weird early on in my career as a physician. I, I always thought that'd be kind of weird. Yeah. yeah, I remember I used to wear green sometimes, and people. Would so get, did you wear? Did you have to shop for like oversized shirts? Is that was that part of no? Your, but I always had problem with shoulder and arm fit. I've always had, it's just how I'm constructed. Yeah, and if I weightlift, this stuff gets big here. Yeah, and I remember a nurse came up and goes, "That's not doctor arms." I thought, "Oh, that's weird." Oh. I have to cover that all up. And okay. So oh. wait, you saying you wore green? Greens, you know, surgical greens. greens. Oh, surgical greens, yeah. and and you were you looked, <clears throat> excuse me, ripped in. That. I didn't look like a the rest of everybody else. So I was like, oh, that's weird. I feel like after, I, I mean, I'm probably I'm problem. probably the one <laughs> so that fit. just outed you. But I think <clears throat> for the audience, you're gonna have to post some some thirst trap and pics. All right, I will. I'd love <laughs> to lose about ten pounds first, but <laughs> then I will. My wife, and I, we were in Mexico last week, and my wife posted a picture for the two of us in a bathing. She she's bionic. Oh. She has some insane genes. It's all just natural with her, oh, and. Man. uh 
uh, God bless her and uh, or bless her heart as they say in the yeah. song. Bless your heart. Bless, her heart. bless your heart. Uh, and, and she took this picture. I'm like, oh, for God's sake, at least make me sit up. I look like I'm like I look like a part like MS or something. Listen, I look in like, this, like a ALS. In this That's marriage now, yeah. we have a, a long-standing thing where it's like you take a picture of me. I'm I'm reviewing it. You get last oh, first yeah. right of refusal. It's nice. Well, so and I, I also too. look over the outfit and make sure he doesn't look homeless or weird. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. You need that. Yeah. Man, you don't think about that stuff. No, you got to make sure somebody loves you. That's that's, that's what we yeah. say when we say a sad guy out there that's dressed all fucked up. It's because the wife doesn't love him. <laughs> yeah, we go. Someone no doesn't love you, guy. man. Yeah. You need love in your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody so needs to true. love this guy. So, Drew, how did you get into being this, like, celebrity, I don't want to say celebrity doctor, but yeah, it's weird. Like, how did it happen? Uh, how did you me, get on we, K-Rock? I'll tell, you the, I'll tell the long story, but you, you and I, we were talking about Stern before we, yes. uh, you're going on Stern this week. Well, no, the wrap up show, the wrap up show, which is, yes. which is these days equally as, as oh, an God, honor. So excited. I, I've sat in the, the real seat, you know, the Howard interview seat and, and that's reserved now for like Gwyneth Paltrow. You know oh, I mean? it's yeah. such, it's yeah, so, no one gets in there anymore. So A-list. Right? Yeah. Uh, but when I was in there, I would tell you it's a, it's a very interesting seat to sit in because he, it's like, it's like he hypnotizes you, like you're in a truth serum. Wow. You just got to go with him, and you just yeah. got to become abject honesty. And he just has this amazing way of just just getting into He's something. Such a gifted and he follows his nose. It's from all his it's from all his therapy and stuff, and all his mm-hmm. all the treatments have. But I was uh, this is the story I wanted to tell you. I was uh, my mother just died recently. And oh. she, very advanced age. Not, I, no, no. Certain life should be celebrated when people, even, you know, if they live into your nineties and you've that. had a good life. No, everything's yeah. fine. Everything yeah. is fine. But I was cleaning up her basement. I found a stack of my old Mad Magazines, 1968 to 1972. I have a whole cache of them. And I thought, oh my God, Howard loves these things. I bet he loved this. So I went and I wrapped it up in butcher paper and I went and got bought a card and I wrote him a handwritten note and I gave them to him. And I was just totally crestfallen when, uh, when the next day on the radio, he was just going off about why would somebody send anyone this piece of shit, this trashy garbage, the spider webs? He goes, he goes, I'm going to wipe my ass and send him. I use toilet paper. He went, he went off for 20 minutes about it, and then it came up again today. He went off again today because Stop it. apparently I brought it up with Corolla on the Adam and Drew podcast. And uh, and I told him I was you know I was looking forward to him hearing that hearing that he liked this gift and yeah. I was just just <laughs> it stung pretty bad. Of course, it wouldn't be good radio if it didn't sting, right? right it had right. to be real. And uh, he he would, would have been a mention became a twenty minute bit. That's his genius, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, but it stung. It still stung. And so Adam called Howard and told him that I was unhappy. So that came up on the radio today. So there you go. How oh, bizarre. Shit. And now I'm going to And New you're York. going, and Gary was so, talking about, Gary then sent me a note. No. Listen to this. Gary sent me a, that tonight he got a text from somebody demanding an apology claiming to be me. And I was like, Gary, no, 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 no. A million miles from that. A million yeah. miles. I'm, I understand you're doing But you're kind of hurt, though. If it didn't hurt, I, I also know, yes, I was, I was crestfallen. Yeah. I was stung. I was disappointed. Yeah. But then I thought to myself, if it didn't sting, this would not have been good radio. Right. It just has to be that kind of truth. You really, you really yeah. just wanted him to be like, I, this I wanted him to go, oh my, thing. yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I thought of him in a really poignant moment. But then again, it wouldn't be Howard Stern if he wouldn't take something awesome and make it a neurotic, funny uh, Absolutely. And moment, Gary, and Gary right? just goes, I sent him an email. And Gary goes, welcome to my world. Yeah. He goes, no uh, good deed goes unpunished yeah, right yeah. here. And I thought, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's 30 years he's been dealing with that. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Every little thing he's like, I thought you'd like that. And then... <laughs> Boss, yeah. boss, yeah, yeah. That's the best because on that show they're always talking about. It's the only place where if you do something good, it gets turned into Look, he, something he horrible. Goes, do, whoops, hang on. Hilarious. Did you okay. just text me. Wow, that's from Gary. Someone pretending to be you, demanding you an apology.
apology. That's, that's crazy. Hilarious. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, talk. so the long story. It is crazy talk. Um, the the long story is, uh, I let's see, I can take it all the way back. I was a third year medical, fourth year medical student, and I was Out here, by in way? in Pasadena, okay. living a less than a block from what was then K Rock. And K Rock, back in the day when you were thirteen, Loved it. was this little shithole yep. over like a dental office. I mean, it was really a horrible, like, like a, I wish we'd taken video and stuff of it because it was like never will be recreated, this, this kind of an environment. And um, they're, do, they're kind of working on a documentary on it right now. So On K-Rock? But, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they're interviewing everybody. And, uh, and Rodney being in high. Rodney, of course. <laughs> And so, so I was, I would just, I was really getting frustrated with music and people started talking about the station and I, oh, it's up the street. How interesting. I started listening, getting, getting got kind of excited about it. People I knew that lived nearby were starting to go over there, new people. And this guy calls me that it was hanging out over there and he goes, Hey, they got this show in the middle of the night. Apparently two guys were just taking calls about relationships and <laughs> their program director told them they need to make it a community service show, right? They needed to make, cause they had community service hours. So they gave them midnight Sunday night to 3 a.m. Monday morning. Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, oh. But then they're trying to figure out how to make community service. And my friend, I guess, su- suggested me or I'm in medical school or something. Maybe I could. And they call me and they go, hell, I'll tell you what I want you to do. I want you to do a segment called Ask a Surgeon. You'll use big words. It'll be really funny. I'm like, what, the <laughs> like, what are you talking funny. about? Funny. <laughs> so they finally, long story, they got me in there. I brought my textbooks and my gynecology text, my infectious disease textbooks. I literally carried textbooks up there. Really not having any idea what I was getting into, but I was freaked out. And uh, lo and behold, I heard these just amazing things coming, being presented to, to was the poor man and the Swedish Eagle in the middle of the night and Scott Mason. God damn, these uh, Swedish Eagles uh, still around, Yeah, too. still in the series. And I thought, uh, I should I should come back. And, and what stuck out, what really stunned me was I was dealing with a lot of AIDS patients then and continued to the next five years doing tons of AIDS work. And no one was talking to young people about it. We'd just been through the sexual revolution. Uh-huh. Well, the adults that perpetrated that never contemplated that adolescents would engage in sexuality. Mm-hmm. Sure. Condoms were behind the counter. You had to ask the pharmacist for them. No, the term safe sex hadn't been coined yet. People were not talking to adults, young adults about this at all. Yeah. About what was, and I was like, dude, so I was 24. And I was like, hey, I know what 18-9-year-olds are up, 18-9-year-olds are up to. We got we to gotta talk about this. And no one had ever heard. In fact, we just were transitioning from calling it grids to AIDS. We were, yeah, we we're calling it AIDS then, but we weren't calling it, we hadn't identified the virus yet. Wow. Mm. We had, we had just, we're getting HTLV3. Remember that? So HTLV3. Did, did you suggest talking about this on the air? Is that? No, that, they, they came to him, They right? came to him. And so I just came in there as to do this little but segment. poor man, right? Poor man and Eagle. Yeah. And, and okay. I was like, oh my God, this is like, I, I got to keep coming back. And they said, eh, hang out. So I'd sort of hang out in the hall and if something came up or if I wasn't on <laughs> call. so and, crazy. And I'd stay there from like midnight to two or something, hang around. And finally, I started sitting at the table with them and being a part of it. And it was wow. it was became apparent to me early that it was a two-man thing, like yeah. sort of a parent-child kind of conflict thing or funny and straight, yeah. whatever. And um, and I just thought it was important. And I, for 10 years, I was doing what I thought was one night a week, community service. It really, I thought it was just interesting. I, it was like my social hour. I'd yeah. meet interesting people. We'd have guests in there. And it was just interesting and fun. Met my wife through there. And no, stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, and after 10 years of doing it one night a week. 10 years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Yeah, for a free. Wow. 10 for free. They put it on five nights a week. 
because I, I remember what happened was I remember what they 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 got man. a rate. We, they moved it to like ten to one at that point because they, they kept people getting still had a buzz around. It had to be was, late because it was sexual content, yeah, yeah. right? But yeah. But after those one. ten years, I mean, uh, you had finished your internship and residency. And yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was out practicing and stuff. What and were you practicing? Still, what kind of medicine? General, general medicine, general. but I was also doing at that point. Let me think about this. Eighty late eighties. I was doing running the medical services in a psychiatric hospital. So I was also doing I was doing an acute care inpatient thing. <laughs> I was doing medical services in a psychiatric hospital and then an outpatient medical deal. And, and um, so much. But it was a lot. I was way working. And I'm like, I have two podcasts to record <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah, it does, uh, it does and a show. Like a no, I was God. way workaholic. Like sick workaholic. Like, like oh. bad, 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 bad. Uh, and um, in ninety one so now it was, I guess it was eight years now. So it was eight years of five nights, 10 nights, uh, one night a week. They they got a rating book on this show. They don't do a rating book normally. They had to ask for it or pay for it. And I'll never forget this. We got a 28 share. What? This is like... In is a, that good? Sorry, this, I don't know anything This about. is in a market where if you get a 0.3, you're doing great. Get out. And it's a 28. And, and I, I remember I called the program director. I go, look, I'm... I don't really know much about this, but I think we're all participating in something here. Yeah. I don't really know, but 28 seems like crazy to me. He goes, yeah. and I'll never forget this. It was Trip Reeve, who was the general manager, Carrick. He goes, because if I had any balls, I'd put this on five nights a week. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it on five <laughs> nights a week. And I thought, uh-oh. Because <laughs> I, you know, I, I was I was working from yeah. five in the morning to 10 at night at that point. I was, oh, was severe, severe work. Severe, severe, severe. And, and, um, and Susan immediately then got pregnant with triplets. Uh, triplets. Yeah. And yeah. so she goes, she goes, if you're out five nights a week, it's not community service anymore. You got to get paid. Hell yeah. So right. she sent me in. See, somebody loved me. Yeah. Sent me in and I was hat in hand. Could you please, can I please get paid? I can't, you know, we're having kids and stuff. Yeah. And that's where it all got started. From now, was that first offer? And I don't imagine it's going to be crazy, but like, was it a decent offer? For $50 a show. <laughs> <laughs> In what, 91? Show. In 90. 91, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what? It, but, if, but, but they sort of promised, like, we'll have a real contract if this goes, you know, Hilarious. becomes a thing. How long did you stay at $50 a show? Uh, it didn't seem that long, because then it got syndicated. And so you started to get paid. Uh, a little bit, actually. A little bit of okay. that. Uh, and then <laughs> in 95, these television producers turned up, and I was doing it with Ricky Rackman then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there. I remember yeah. that guy. Yeah, and, and, he's, and they were like, let's do a TV show. I'm like, I... I don't know. I, interesting. It's all, it was all kind of an exploration for me. It's like, I still thought I was doing kind of a community service because there was nowhere for to talk to kids about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was just so much encouragement of bad, unhealthy behavior. I thought, well, we're just going to be here and be this advocate for decent behavior. And uh, there's a long story there too, but eventually uh, Ricky bowed out. He couldn't make a deal with them and they turned to me and they go, who do you want to do with this? And I was like, I have no idea. I'm by, just leave me alone to practice medicine. If you really want to, I can do this on Friday afternoon and Saturday afternoon and that's it. Otherwise, leave me alone. And I went out running one day and I'm, I was in a spot. I remember the spot where I was when I thought, God, I bet that guy that does Mr. Bertram in the morning could do this. We had met once uh, before and I thought, I bet that guy can do it. So they how much there's many details to get into all this but they brought him out they tested us everyone seemed to like it put us in a makeup booth and they go you guys work out your relationship we'll start filming in an hour and and we filmed for like nine hours the pilot for Loveline that ended up on MTV which by the way at that point was a Fox show long story there too that got cancelled and then picked up by MTV 
Well, MTV and, was, I think, a decent home for oh, it because perfect. of the subject yeah. matter of I the demographic. I think it might have failed the Fox. That's absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. And uh, but I'll, one one sort of memory I have about that first day of filming the pilot is our stage manager Tracy came up to us, who she became our stage manager. For, we went did it for like five years, and um, and, and who was up, your partner there? What? It was with Adam. It, it was, was with Adam. Yeah, it, was, oh. it was the TV now. This is okay, okay, MTV. Okay. He, he hadn't even started the radio yet. We were just doing test, doing this podcast, this uh, pilot for for the TV show, and he st- we started doing the TV show before he came over to radio. Yeah, and um, and Terry goes, "How many years you guys been working together?" We looked at each mm. other. And went, uh, "We met this morning." Yeah. and I thought, "Oh, that Today. must mean something. That's must, good. Must be good. That's so, significant." Yeah, I yeah. think that probably means now, chemistry. I always wondered this, like, without like knowing you know so much about the show, but you being a doctor and having to you know think about the advice you're giving out, with, yeah. whether it's being like healthy and, yeah. and, and and you know ethically right. Yeah. Do do you ever have those like moments, even though you know it's entertainment, where somebody asks something, and Adam? Being comedic gives advice yeah. that you're like you cannot suggest constantly. Oh really? Uh, yeah, that was oh, the whole yeah. show. I yeah. think, on the radio. Uh, no, the radio uh, version. Uh, which Adam, was but, I, but I mean, like, not just in like, hey, no, that's bad advice. I mean, like, where you get serious about it. Where you're like, uh, you, yeah, it was not so much with Adam because he really had a pretty good instinct <laughs> on things. But Ricky and poor man, more more of that. Really? Oh, and yeah. I actually got in a, almost in a almost in a violent fight with John Favreau over this. He John was Favreau, he, John the, Favreau, the director, the director. The, he had just done uh, Swingers, right? Wasn't that his yeah. big breakout? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. And he was the guest on Love Line, the TV show. And this guy calls in, and he was clearly schizophrenic and dangerously psychotic, and like in danger of self harm or harming other people, and uh, complaining about in a paranoid way about people who are trying to make him take his medication. Then Favreau goes, "Don't tell, don't let anybody tell you what to do. Do not take those medicines." <laughs> and I went, "Whoa, whoa! It's, you got to yeah. stop. This is yeah. dangerous. This yeah. guy's actually sick. Uh, who do you think you are?" I'm like, "Oh, dude." Don't go there when you're talking to a sick person. Yeah. And, and we got into it. And uh, yeah, see, that's the shit I want to see. I want to watch that. Episode. And then I had, a, <laughs> then I had, then on the next, so we, we would film show after show after show. We didn't yeah. know any better. We'd film sure. six shows a day. Adam and oh I exchange clothes, film another change clothes. And, uh, and the next show, I had a panic attack. And and I had to leave the stage because I was like I didn't wow. realize because I, I was still upset from this fight with oh, John. Oh, from that, from right, right. Mm-hmm. And Adam comes into my my dressing room. He goes, Hey. Get the fuck, get back out there. If I have to spend one more minute in this goddamn studio than I have to because of you, I'm going to kick your ass. Get your ass in there. And he's like, and ever since then, he's like, you see, I cured your panic attacks. Yeah. Anybody has panic attacks? Oh yeah, my so, God. Yeah, so. Well, that show, Loveline, I mean, the early, the radio show taught me everything about. Well, they, you didn't and, have anywhere else to go. And, yeah. and, and my my idea was the, the same. In addition to being wanting to talk about AIDS and things like that, my naive notion at 24 when I started doing was, is I wish I had, if I had had something yes, like this, right. if, if I knew somebody with this fund of knowledge that I know how, have now have, what would I have wanted to know? And I retained that sort of naive posture for about most of the way run, through the run of that. They got a little more involved once, but by the, towards the end of the 90s, people were kind of more sophisticated. I think they were getting information from different sources and things. And, and then the internet, just pff, that's the end of it. Do you find it. that in entertainment, because you live out here, you're involved in entertainment, and you also know so much about you know mental health, 
is, is, is are are there more like actors and comics and whatnot that are prone to so, okay. mental health issues? Yeah. So 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 I, I told you I ran the psychiatric medical yeah. service. Well, oh, then I God. transitioned over to running their addiction services, and I yeah. really a lot of my time was spent doing running an addiction unit for ninety one to two thousand eleven, essentially. So twenty years I ran a drug unit. Uh, I used to hang out there for a long time before I started running it, because and that's how I sort of learned about it and stuff. So I was about twenty five years in addiction medicine. And um, Celebrity Rehab came out of just somebody, a, a really good producer named John Irwin just came to me and said, do you want to do this? I'm like, wow, what a great, what a, this would be really great to teach people about this, yeah. but, but this cannot be done. It's just not possible. Hey, you're, you're kidding yourself. And he went to the hospitals and they looked at him like, she got to be nuts. And we finally figured out, I, I figured out a way you could do it, which I took my team and I put them under a residential facility. I knew the director there and he wanted to do it. It's a long story. But... In the course of all this, um, a professor at SC in the business school, he's actually a behavioral ec- economist specialist, and I put together a questionnaire. I, he, he was interested in sort of the business of uh, entertainment, and, mm-hmm. I, and I, he and I had a conversation with He's my neighbor. And I said, well, you really should understand the people that are the product, the people that are the, the celebrities and the actors. And I said, and they're all sick. I, I know they are because I talk to them every night, yeah. and they have an inordinate uh, tendency to have had trauma and other things. And he goes, well, let's test that because it was not published anywhere. So we sort of figured out a way to do that. We used something called a narcissistic personality inventory, and mm-hmm. everybody that came on Love One filled one out for two years. Get and out and of so here. we so we collected 250 profiles on people, and it was you know significant celebrities and reality, a good mix of reality yep. and comedians and musicians and things. And we analyzed all it. All have malignant personality. Well, not malignant. <laughs> not malignant. So it turned out, uh, the, the, well, the malignant was the female reality show group. They were Uh-oh. like in the malignant personality range. <laughs> yeah. Comic, like comics, politicians. We, are, we wanted to do politicians. <laughs> we, that's our next study, frankly, because yeah. we know it's going to be the same. Uh, yeah. Comics had more trauma. Yeah, uh, totally. Musicians had more substance, right? Uh-huh. Uh, substance uh, abuse substance problems. addiction, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and we were able to show that overall, somebody who pursued being a celebrity was more likely to have narcissistic personality mm-hmm. traits and narcissistic injury and trauma and substance abuse too. We sort of, we didn't publish that day. We just published the narcissism thing it's fascinating, and, it, and it became yeah. international press. It became, it was probably, it was, it was spread all over the world. We ended up writing a book about it called the mirror effect. And so, yes, the, the point is somebody got to look up this book now. It's called the mirror effect. And someone that, that, I mean, it's very, you know, we wrote well, it in such a way it's, that it was for hard to general not consumption. Think of this industry that we're in, that yeah. we participate in, yeah. as in large part, like you know, it it is like the the thing we wanted to do. We we do it. We we do it for a living. We enjoy doing it. Yeah. But part of me always goes like, this overall might not be the healthiest. Well, uh, business to be in. We, we were able to show that it was a bid to solve those traumas. We yes. were able to make a connection between yeah. the. God, the have you been talking to design. my therapist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, so it's a bid to solve. It's 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 supposed to fill our emptiness. It's supposed yes. to fill what's exactly. wrong inside. Yeah. And of course, it it doesn't. works. It works every time. <laughs> it when works when you're up on stage and stuff, <laughs> yeah. and then it doesn't work. And then the yeah. other thing, my dad always uh, brings this up to me about like all thanks, sort dad. of his his uh, <laughs> oh, analysis of like Hollywood culture. No, no, no. But he'll, you know, his his outside observation, yeah. especially when like when what was that? I hear something when when it, when uh, there's like a suicide or you know overdose or something like that. He'll be like, you know, he always talks about how you know it's such a struggle to make it in this business. Yeah, but he's like, 
man, the struggle once you've made it has to be right. So, so, so we so started hard. looking at all that, and you got to remember, you know, some people, you know, people that become say actors and say have yeah. have no discernible skill other than kind of acting, right. and they put it all on this. Yes, you're willing to risk it all to be celebrity. It's yeah. like that's a pretty heavy bet. You yeah, know it's what I mean? a big bet, and, and they don't back it up with any other training or any other disciplines or work. Or they just I'm going to be this and yeah. that's that. It so, sounds really dumb when you break it down, yeah, right? <laughs> like, right. Well, but, stupid but at least with comedy, there's yeah. a road and a discipline yeah. and a you yeah. know procedure. It's a skill, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, and we we're trade. also able to show that celebrities that had skills were less narcissistic. So, like oh. a cello player or a pianist, a craft, less, if you will. A, right. a craft. Well, not that acting's no, not, but I guess but more a, tangible, a, a professional craft, like yeah. a journalism. You could sell it on the street, kind of. Right. You know, that's right. Yeah. And so we were able to show that. So, and again, the reality shows the worst. Oh, there's no because there's no craft. Hey, man, it's me. That's it's it. Just me. You can by the way now. Right. No psychological training. You can pick that up from reality people. That's right. Hey, guys, I was on road rolls. But in the early 90s, come on. We didn't fight. We didn't fight. You guys didn't come. That whole group came on our Love Line, the TV show. You were part of that. I wish, but no. Sorry. But but the other thing is it doesn't fix the emptiness and it also exposes no. people to shame because there's a disconnect between the adulation that they're getting from the outside and how they feel on the inside. Oh and then they're fearful that people are going to see that inside stuff. Yeah. And that, then if they are really famous, they have a group around them that insulates them from consequences. We talk right? about this all, all the time. Yeah, and so so the, they don't get more addiction than anybody else. Well, they do a little bit more, but per, per our data. But they're not worse addicts. It's just it spirals out further because there's no one there to bring them back. Is there any... Because I, I was thinking how unnatural it is to become a really big celebrity. Yeah. Is, you think Especially about anything else. Think about that. They have no other job. It's or no, I know, and also... How would you have a real... real when you, when you see super, Crazy. super celebrities, yeah. like there's almost always these weird personality traits that you see in quirks, you know, like the Michael Jacksons where you're like, Jesus Christ. But you also can't wrap your head around how famous that guy yeah. is. I wonder if there's any healthy way to approach, prepare yourself, not really prepare because most people aren't going to have it, but like how to deal with that level of celebrity. It just seems like it's so much. Most people that I've met that are semi-sane had some other career before. Really? Yeah. I mean, making, you know, it, making it later seems to be a health And later, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm even thinking of like Tom Jones and Julio Iglesias. When, when you meet them, they just go, hey man, I was just a soccer player and then all of a sudden this weird thing happened to me. It's like, but yeah. I'm, I'm still that just that guy like playing soccer and I like singing. It was good. And look, look, look they're, they're as bewildered as anybody yeah. as opposed to, hey man, this is me. This is what it's all oh, about. Oh gosh. Which is a different thing. It's dangerous. They identify with We it. talk about too, with like with comedy, really the best comics in the world um, are like at least... 40 and usually late 40s mm -hmm. and I think it's a much healthier example for comics to see that like because it doesn't happen usually at 22 you know right. Eddie Murphy yeah but like basically comics work for a long long time I think that prepares a lot of them for that exposure. Yeah, that makes sense. a more grounded... Yeah, it's you know, a discipline. You've been, yeah. you've been serving, serving a craft. Well, and you're also treated like shit for so many That's years. Right. You, yeah. it, it actually is quite hard to get a, an ego from comedy. It's yeah. very humbling. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's you can be Seinfeld, humbling. but you're working on that new hour. You're going to eat shit after five yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah. right. So it's this constant thing of, of suffering, really, built into stand-up, which is yeah. great. Which is like Keeps you find... You humble. You, it's, it's more like... 
blue collar in, yeah. in, in, amongst entertainment. Yeah, yeah, but it's also the new rock star in a weird way for, for the now. last five years or yeah. so. Yeah, lately it's been like, yeah. It's been very interesting, oh, even though the millennials are screwing that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's... Uh, I'd like to talk to you about that, too. Do you think our president is antisocial? Oh, my God. Uh, I think it's just straight-up narcissism. (laughs) narcissism. Well, we have so many people we'd like you to analyze (laughs) on today's show. But, you know, it's politics to me, and and even just (laughs) questions about what are the right and wrong ways for government to function and stuff, to me is so fantastically complex. I just go, I don't don't know. It's hubristic to think I would know the right thing to do. I, st- I started worrying about Trump, and I started thinking, okay, this is, where, where, where else have we seen guys like this? Okay, well, Andrew Jackson, for sure, mm-hmm. very much. Like, fucking Andrew Jackson was Yosemite Sam. I mean, he, he was, I haven't even read anything about him, but he was nuts. Yeah. And it, it worked out okay, and that's so good for some of the Indians in the, you know, southern area of the United States, yeah. but, <laughs> but it worked for the country, it worked out okay. Uh, and then I thought, oh my God, Teddy Roosevelt was a malignant narcissist. Was he? Oh, I did not know and, that. And bipolar as hell. Yeah. And, bipolar and, also? Oh, he, he never took a meeting <laughs> sitting down. You have to follow him through the park where he marched through a park and climb hills and stuff. And, oh. and it, he would, everything was outdoors and moving and shit, blah, 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 blah. And I thought, well, that, he's my favorite president. Uh, so I don't know. Narcissist, bipolar, good, bad. I, hell, I don't know. I, it's scary. It's interesting. I, um, I, I didn't consider this as a kid. You know, as a kid, presidents are just kind of like yeah. gods. You yeah, know? Yeah. But as I became an adult, I remember one time this conversation about presidents yeah. and personalities came up, and somebody said uh, something along the lines of, can you imagine the ego you would need just to run? Yeah, just to say, I wish to be that. And yeah. I, Who wants and to I, do that? I, process, I remember thinking about that and, ha- and that yeah. having... That having one of those like aha effects where I was like, yeah. Jesus, I've never considered that. That they all have to be pretty. Absolutely. Don't you need a personality? Maybe disorder? Jimmy Jimmy Carter not, and right. he didn't work. It didn't work so didn't, good. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't work so well in the office. You the have greatest. to really think you're the shit. Yeah, and I I have a weird <laughs> preoccupation with reading presidential biographies uh-huh. because I I just one day had a similar kind of epiphany. I was looking at the penny going. Hey, that guy in the penny is not just a profile. That's a person. Yeah. yeah. And I know something about how people work right now. What happened to that guy's childhood? I need to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I started reading. Now I've read yeah. like 20 Clinton Lincoln biographies. And I'm reading Grant's biography right now. Cherno's new thing. So good. Okay. So, so Wait, good. now Lincoln. Oh, my God. Hold on. Wasn't Lincoln severely depressive? And Well, there's an interesting wrinkle in that. Yes, he was. Uh, he was sort of bipolar maybe too. But, but he uh, really an interesting wrinkle. It finally started making sense to me because it has to all kind of fit together in my head the way I know how people are. And I keep jumping out of your No, no, no. Yeah, I just, I just like we're talking. Like a I always look to make sure. Yeah. Sorry. So, so uh, a guy that wrote, uh, wrote a book called The Lincoln Marriage uh, discovered a whole trove of, of letter correspondences between Abraham Lincoln and a doctor in Springfield who he started seeing before he married Mary Todd. And he found all these letters where Lincoln was convinced he had syphilis. Mm. I, I think that's why he broke off the first engagement with Mary Todd. He saw a prostitute, became oh. convinced. There's all this story, but he went by the river and there's all this, that's where the prostitutes hung out and uh, became convinced he had syphilis, dropped the marriage with Mary Todd. This doctor in letters reassured him, take this mercury, you'll be fine. You can go ahead and get mercury. married. Mercury is how they treated syphilis back then. <laughs> they treated a lot of things with mercury. Well, and, and there's all this correspondence going all the way into the White House. He remains on the mercury most of the way through his presidency. Do you know what the main side effect of mercury is? Uh, no. De- depression. 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 Wow. And I thought, oh, that's wow. why. And he had severe vegetative depressions. There's a story of him pulling uh, Willie, I think it was Willie or, or Tad, down the street in a wagon down Pennsylvania Avenue. 
and they said he they found him at the at the Capitol building, still dragging the wagon upside down with Tad like a mile up the street. What? Yeah, yeah. And he was just going these vegetative depressive. That's another things. thing, by the way, that so, I feel like he was severely suicidal at one point too. They they uh, what's the who's the guy he used to sleep in the same bed with? Uh, I forget his name. He had to go watch, had to put on watch with him. But I'm sorry. Wow. Another thing that I think. You know, I've always heard about, and obviously you, you get informed of these things, you know, little by little and more and more, but especially from, since podcasts yeah. and you start to hear from fans and is I can't get over how at least it appears to be how many people suffer from depression. Oh, it's, it's I mean, 50, 50% of us have some sort of diagnosable. 50%. Yeah. That's diagnosable. so high. Very common. At least in a, a lifetime, we'll have a depression. I had a depression. I'd severe. I, I kind of probably have a, a tendency towards it. I had panic and anxiety disorder and all that yeah. bullshit in college. <laughs> Terrible. And look at you. You're awful. successful and happy. I'm okay. Now. <laughs> I'm okay now. Yeah. You, but that but, is, you can go on despite these things. Uh, I mean, it, they're treatable. Right, they're part right. of but life. That's it's, the thing is, you gotta. But, you, but I, I'm fearing now. Finally, and I was a real advocate for this forever. But now I'm thinking we've over medicalized it. We've overdone it. Now where where you're not allowed to solve these problems through living mm-hmm. and ordinary. Misery is no longer an acceptable component That's of life. That's right. Yeah. You have Ordinary, to have a Coke and a smile all the time, right? I, I, you should be happy all Sigmund time. Freud, when he arrived on this continent, was asked a question, Dr. Freud, what do you expect to accomplish here in the United States? He said, well, I hope to be able to finally distinguish between true mental illness and ordinary misery. <laughs> That's <laughs> a great quote. Because ordinary misery yeah. is part of living. Part of living, yeah. yeah. And we, right. just, we just don't tolerate that. Because you should That's feel right. somber and sad. There's loss, there's yeah. misery, there's anxiety, there's yeah. shit that's stress. Life is stressful. It, yeah. it, is part of living. But I mean, I, I meant to say, like, when I brought just that, like, the, I guess the, uh, the amount, the frequency with which it occurs, the, the uh, number of people that suffer from it. From podcasts, I swear, I, I see so many messages that say, like, you know, I suffer from depression, but yeah. like, I, I find some uh, relief. In listening to podcast, people great that all the time. That's great. Yeah, that's a, that, I'd rather they do that than take a medication. Or, you yeah, know, I yeah. agree. Yeah, if you can do it with that, that's that's overcoming ordinary. That, that's being de- you know dis- depressive. That's not a major depressive episode. Right. You know, and and again, people I think are not schooled on the fact that they should expect to feel down sometimes. Yeah, you know, I think it, exactly that life is suffering uh, a lot and there's Ooh, shit the sandwiches. Hun- that's the Hungarian thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> life <laughs> is suffering. <laughs> but I do yeah. feel like, no, hey the, man, you know, I'm the East European thing too. Yeah. It's oh, like, they, we, these, suffer, we suffer, we suffer. They, 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 but you take, live despite they, it. They, they yeah. take great pride. <laughs> you should look up Hungarian insults. Oh. It's all yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's because of life, <laughs> we will never eat and death is upon us. It's yeah, like, but, their, their regular but we also party what? and we love and we and have they make strong porn. emotions. And we make, make porn? The best porn in Eastern Europe that's comes where, out of Hungary. That is their, that's the, that's their main that's export? Us, that's dude. the Paris of porn. Man. I thought Czechs did that. Those Czech, no, Czech, no, Czech, Czech girls will come over. It's, it's, my, it's my, my tribe. It's all Hungarian honeys. It's my tribe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we good. have this kind of game we wanted uh, to play. Okay. So we have some like classic... Uh, we play a lot of, usually we have a lot we of We haven't clips. even done the show intro. Clips well, of I figured we'll just play it at the top. Okay, then, all right, yeah, I mean? spare them. We play video and audio clips from all over the internet. People submit, send in, like, you know, watch. It's like just some some content to basically address. Okay. Um, what we were hoping that you would maybe take a swing at right. is do you <laughs> think the person involved in the clip is uh, is taking drugs? Is it one of you two? No, it's not okay, us. Okay, okay. 
Um, or <laughs> no. perhaps mentally ill. Okay. Perhaps both. What do I think is going on here? What do you okay. think is going yeah, on Yeah, what do I think is going on uh, here? That's uh, the segment. That there you the go. Segment. That's here a good go. one. Before you have sex, if you want to be horny for two or three hours like you've never been in your life, and you have access to marijuana too, good weed, listen to me. <sighs> True weed alone can get you really hornier than normal, but <laughs> uh-huh. Benadryl, take about 10, 12 Benadryl before you want to have your sexual fun with your partner or whatever you do or masturbate, all right? <laughs> so okay. what do you think? What's going right. on here? So I, I'm just looking at the environment there around him. Uh, he's not exactly living in Versailles. So there, there's, there's, there's like, he, he's, and he's sitting in an old uh, sort of uh, angry grandpa recliner. Yeah. Uh, uh, and he looks like a young version of angry, angry grandpa. He does look fair. like a younger version. Uh, of he has smaller. some COPD. I don't know if you see, if you, when you could see his, uh, the upper chest, upper chest yeah. he was using his accessory muscles to breathe, which means he's oh. got some chronic lung disease. Um, when he takes this Whoa. balloon, which I imagine is nitrous oxide. I feel like you have Steven Seagal ability. Yeah. You could just look him and he, break it down. He does. His pupils blow. If you look at his yes. pupils, he's got dilated pupils. Very dilated. Which nitrous can do that. And he's also got stare, which means you see the white above the iris. Oh, my God. Come yeah. back every week. Yeah. This is the best analysis. So this is what all. What happens when you see the white above? Uh, you know, this, this when you see white above, uh-huh. that's drugs or hyperthyroidism. It's about the only two things that will do that. Okay. With meth being the probable cause. So this is probably so I'm putting hyperthyroidism. And, I'm putting meth and nitrous <laughs> in the same dude with Wait. a tobacco problem because he's got emphysema. How does 10 to 12 Benadryl affect somebody? Is that a good yeah, idea? That, that makes you agitated. That actually goes the other way. Uh, it could de- it could delay ejaculation, which, which is what he's, what he's talking, talking about. about. Yeah, I don't think he really even understands what he's talking about, but that's what he's talking <laughs> would about. Would you recommend somebody take? I would not recommend it because you get something called anticholinergic delirium from that, where you really can get very huh? like delirious. You can get really wacky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of the weirdest psychoses I've seen have been anticholinergic delirium from drug overdoses. Really? I mean, they just get like, they just get wild. And that could be Wait, from Benadryl? But what yeah, causes that? Wait, what it's the anticholinergic it? side effect. Benadryl, an, what is anticholinergic? Um, it, it's it's what antihistamines do in uh-huh. high doses. It blocks they, the histamine. The, the cholinergic system gets blocked. Right, right. So it's anticholinergic. And, and it's it's a re- really serious side effect. I mean, you can get sick. So you're, uh, again, we would never want to label anyone a I don't know this guy. Right. I don't know nothing about him, but he put this video up and I'm just analyzing what I see. And, and, and in your <laughs> I'm just professional guessing. opinion, there's a probability that maybe drugs are involved. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's a reason probability. probability. Now, well, 10 to 12 Benadryl, it'll make you agitated, yes. which I imagine too. I thought... Which, which helps you not yeah. come. Well, people I think <laughs> that's, uh, that's what... You know, finally, you have an excuse. And so... <laughs> and so... And, and so uh, you know, people think because two Benadryl makes me more tired. Maybe three. It makes him four, and yeah. you get above four, and you're getting into trouble. <laughs> I get I get exploding head from uh, two. What's well, that? I can't 50 milligrams. This stuff gives me uh, panic. Exploding head syndrome. You ever heard of exploding no. head? Exploding head is you're you're in you're asleep, and all of a sudden you get like this exploding sound, and it wakes you up like somebody knocked you on the head. Really, it's the oh. weirdest thing. Yeah, it's called exploding head. I totally, by the way, oh, not to God, be this is killing me. Sorry, but I, I really thought you were talking about your dick when you said that. Exploding head. I'm gonna have yeah. that. <laughs> no, uh, I'm uh, about an hour later when you feel it just kicking in, smoke <laughs> your weed down. Oh, and then, funny, weed is the least of my concerns. <laughs> Far. And Not even I thinking promise about that. you, it'll be <laughs> millions in time. What is the weed? <laughs> 
like millions of times better. <laughs> what's the deal <laughs> from a professional standpoint? What is the deal with weed? Like, what's we're, the deal? Well, here's the thing. I mean, like, you know, we we grew up in this era of like. I mean, when we were kids, it was like, you know, you better watch out. Right. The D.A.R.E. And, program. And still Schedule 1. People go to prison. But schedule like, 1 is a bizarre It's a me. bizarre thing. Yeah, it's bizarre. But then you go, you know, like I'm saying like in the in recent years, you had this whole medical, yeah. you know, movement. Unfortunately, a sham. I'd rather just be legalized. And then now recreational yep. has, has been evolving. It's coming. Uh, so you, so you, there's no medical value? Uh, no, yeah. there's some, there's, there's some. some, but, but with that oh, whole the sham with like, yeah, 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 everybody's got to have a, but like I, I never, I, in the last and... eight years of my career, I had never treated a single patient without a marijuana prescription. Uh, so no, you know, when you go in, they don't even ask you if you yeah. have addiction, but treated for addiction before they just, here's your marijuana prescription. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's bad medicine. I, I just, I just care that it's bad medicine. That's gotcha. all. I don't care that it's medical marijuana. It has yeah. some utility for some people. I've recommended it for people. I just recommended it last week for someone. I'd much rather see somebody on pot than, than opiates. Sure. Much. Yeah. And, and I think our laws are insane. Our, yeah. You know, alcohol and uh, tobacco are good, right? Really? Good? No. Yeah, uh, LSD should never be touched by human hands. Like, what? Yeah. That, it clearly has clinical utility. I mean, end of life, LSD may be very useful. And uh, cannabis is just cannabis. I mean, yeah. why is that one? There be there will be problems, and Colorado is sort of founding and finding its way through that. Um, but problems you know, in terms of also oh, like, just significant problems. Adolescents getting their hands oh, on right, it. Right. People oh. getting str- getting addicted here and there. People yeah. having untoward side effects from it. From not very common, but I've treated a lot of it. I've really? treated a lot. It's very difficult to treat. Is yeah. it more? Is it a psychological addiction? No. Addiction is either you can stop or... Here's what addiction is. It's a biological disorder of the brain where you cannot stop. Right. So if you can't stop... You're addicted. If you can't stop, you have an addict. You're an addict. If you can stop, you're either not an addict or earlier in your disease process where you still have control... Please get control over it. Right. Don't let it get out of control. Oh, okay. So, so you like you can also spot somebody in in during going down that path. Sure, because addiction is a spectrum disorder from you know predisposed mm-hmm. to incipient, mild, moderate, severe, and then end stage. Yeah, because it's interesting. Like with, I mean, I think we see it most. Probably most people are familiar with like alcoholism. Yeah, alcohol. I think it's a little clearer. Yeah. Alcohol has the unfortunate other category of the the binge intermittent alcoholic, which is kind of a weird category that Bert is Kreischer. difficult to treat. <laughs> oh my god! god. Yeah, Bert. Bert <laughs> I'm not sure it's even intermittent anymore, but but he's he had sober October. It all went well. Yeah, well, yeah. I was competing with him, you know, and he was very concerned that plane rides would be difficult. Yeah, but you know what? He, he uh, <laughs> I knew he did okay because he's he and I talked about it. He's, he's in that more earlier stages of it. He's not out of control. <laughs> uh, I didn't say earlier. I didn't yeah, say early yeah. stages. Yeah, earlier. Yeah. He still has some control. Wait, can I ask you something? Why is so? Um, this is when al- he should nip it in the bud, though. Right? This yeah. is the time. Now you got to be careful. Yeah. yeah. Why do they consider alcoholism a disease if well, it can be stopped at will? Yeah. So, so what is a disease? You need to define disease first before you know. I'll check the camera for you here. Yeah, the best. So thanks. Uh, so you, you have to define disease and then decide. Oh, does this particular condition or disorder meet criteria for disease? So have at it. Disease. Well, what's cancer? It's when the cells go nutty and. Okay, so it's an abnormal physiology. Cells go nutty. Sure, it's abnormal a, biophysiology. But but you can't will yourself out of cancer, but you can but, with well, alcoholism, right? Early in the stages, but later on you can't. Oh. Uh, 
But keep going. So, so it's abnormal physiology. Where does the abnormal uh, physiology come from? We're going to reason our way through Maybe this. genetics. Genetics. Maybe. Is it strictly genetics? Yes. No, lifestyle. So genetics and environment yeah. interact to give you an abnormal set of cell biology, right? Right. Okay. And that cell by bi- how do I know that cell biology is going on? The abnormal biology, the pathophysiology. How do I know that happened? Damn, I'm a comedian. No, dude. come on. You can reason well, this one. Wait, wait. Uh, uh, because there are symptoms. There are signs and symptoms. Yeah. There are signs and symptoms. So somebody like me comes in and goes, those signs and symptoms mean pathophysiology here, mean let's look at his genes, let's look at his environment, see how that occurred. What do those signs and symptoms do over time? They break down. They, or they, they, the they grow. They, they progress. Yeah, they progress. Or they resolve. Right. Or they become right. chronic. They have, they have a, what's called a natural history. And then what does somebody like me try to do with natural history? Well, you... you Try to, it. It. Yeah. try to alter it. We try to alter it. We try to treat it. We do treatment. So a disease is a complex relationship between the substrate and the environment that results in an abnormal state of physiology reflected in signs and symptoms that follow a predictable pattern, we call a natural history, with a predictable response to treatment. Well, addiction fits that model perfectly. Gotcha. Okay. Where people freak out is, where's the cancer? It's in your brain. The cells are abnormally functioning in your brain. The pathophysiology is there, and we know a lot about it now. And, it, and it's, some of it's chronic. Some of it doesn't get better. Mm-hmm. And so it's always there, loaded up, ready to go if you re-expose yourself to the chemical. And so it, and it goes. And once you have real addiction, I mean, bona fide addiction, volition has nothing to do with it. You can't choose anything. Oh, that's... Wow. So then sidelines. So that's not... Is it not treatable at a certain point? Well, it's treatable, but you have to get somebody in a place where they can't use their volition, oh, where, they're, they're, where they start to understand that any thought, any impulse, any... any we call stinking thinking any desire i have is my disease because it might all the all the wonderful functions we have rational prefrontal and all that stuff all is under the influence of distorted motivation which is as opposed to survive and thrive and protect your family it's use yeah. that becomes your sole motivation God damn. and that's a broken state of brain but can i get back back yeah. to we were talking about bert i don't want to <laughs> talk about uh, let's talk about bert well I, let's talk about bert but i don't want to like you know uh bash him sl- yeah i bat, wouldn't bash bert uh, no but my question about someone like him <laughs> is like isn't there like people we'll use him as an example who like he's a late night guy he likes to have fun he, you know, he, he can party, drink a bunch, but then he can also yes, like, like yes. He, and, and he, he does not have a, what we would call a high biological genetic burden. Right. Okay. There are some people, they, they start and kaboom. You go, I'm, I'm reading this book on Grant. Grant had real deal alcoholism. He was like Andy Dick. I really? mean, real deal. Yeah. When he would drink, he would just go all the way to the mat every yeah, time. Every time. And he could not, he couldn't do anything about it. So there it. are grades to this. There are different yeah. biologies to it, yeah. and there's grades to it. Well, has it, yeah. has it but he could be, I mean, I'm saying. But you can all end up in the same place is the okay. bad part. So Burke right? can go, I'm saying Burke could go south, but he could also be fine, right? Yeah. yeah. He, could, he could live his whole life like this. Is yeah. he, does he go, oh, he can stay at this level for his whole life? He could, yeah. sure. It doesn't have to progress, particularly if he takes oh. periods of abstinence and stuff. Like yeah. he's doing. And he felt good during that abstinence. He felt was, great. And it was reinforcing to him, so he might have more periods like that so. yeah yeah he felt great yeah he felt great it was i mean i think it was healthy for everybody but. Uh, even joe rogan was talking about how he felt better yeah not smoking pot which is like yes dude yeah. I, you can't take a mind-altering or brain-affected substance every day and not have it affect something yeah plus we all we did a bunch of hot yoga classes so that also made us feel good good you know we did 15 in a month good 90 minute class great so we were, yeah um yeah, so did you go in Joe's uh, think tank? Sensory deprivation. No, tank. I didn't go in the sensory deprivation, but but I mean, like it was it was a fun. It was it's. I think uh, exercises and discipline are just healthy. So like, yeah. even if you're not somebody that goes like, let's say you don't like, it wasn't hard for me to not drink 
for a month, mm-hmm. but it's still an exercise in in discipline. So I I, I enjoy it, I enjoy is. challenges and I yeah. like doing you know, that. It, kind it, of it is, but I I I push back a little bit against thinking about people that consume excess alcohol as not being disciplined because some of the most disciplined people I know can still have a problem over here with the alcohol. And oh, again, yeah. I'm thinking of Grant and Grant stuff. Grant sure. Super disciplined, but man, if he got exposed, it's yeah. like, watch out. Yeah. So, <laughs> and he would, and he would spend long periods of time. He was committed to the, essentially the early AA, which were the temperance movements. He, he actually signed temperance agreements and stuff because mm. he knew, he knew what he was dealing with. Yeah. And it's funny when people have the real deal alcoholism, yeah. they they know. They, they know. know. Exa- they know exactly what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, what do you think is going on here? <laughs> Hi, Melanie. And I'm Scotty O. With Ecstatic Hearts Tantra. Uh-oh. And we just want to share that there are many ways to orgasm. Oh, geez. You don't actually have to be having sex. You can orgasm just from hugging. <laughs> Drugs? Delusional? Delusional. Mental illness. Well, let, let's go. Let's break it down. Can we it. analyze the he, physical again? <laughs> Here's the thing. He was not having an orgasm. He was pretending to have an orgasm. Yeah. Right. She might have been having an orgasm. I don't know how he, she got there. He might yeah. have been holding a vibrator or something. I mean, yeah. who knows? Um, but first of all, we need to teach them both how to look into a camera. Yeah. That's <laughs> very disconcerting with them looking off camera like that. Yeah. And it's not like they're being interviewed by somebody. They're way off camera. And then they're in a like a convention center. Yeah. Like this has been some sort of tantric sex Ugh. meeting, of, which is gross. Yeah, right? So the whole thing's weird. gross. Weird, yeah. right? It's weird. But he looks very happy that they're there. Yeah, she yeah. looks full of shit basically, and they have that yeah, um, like, like that, that full of shit stare. Yes, like I, I'm going gonna going it, to me, it's just full of shit. Yeah. Like, right, so on. I, I agree. He's just happy to be there. He's like, yes, honey, yeah, yeah. 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 He just wants to get laid. Right. Of course, that's right. And if you care. find a path to get laid, and it, and like you hadn't been laid in a while, that's you're gonna his stick way. in that path. You're a male? Yeah, are you yeah, kidding? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's really what's happening. Is she's into it, and then he's just using he's this to along. get yeah. laid. Yeah, yeah. So she's delusional, right? About this horseshit. Is yeah, it just yeah. to get attention? Is that is that what we're doing at the cum uh, hugs? I, I, <laughs> Is that what this is for? Um, I, I'm guessing. The file is called Come Hugs, by the way. <laughs> I am guessing that, again, it's some sort of weird gathering, you know, thing, and like that maybe it's her friend that runs it, and she's just a good example of how her friends <laughs> and are. I also to, or maybe she runs it. Maybe she's trying oh, to. It's yeah, her it's scam. Commercial. Yeah, it's it feels like scam. a scam to me, too. Yeah. And, then, and the other thing yeah. is, like, you draw people in, you get attention. Yeah. People sign up, and then they're like, I keep hugging. I'm not coming, though. Like, yeah. What's going on? And they're like, then you feel like you're not doing it right. You've got to pay up for another another set, another, another conference. You for it, <laughs> yeah. Or you start it's to, really like. It's really the perfect scam in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> and then, or then you start you blaming start yourself. Pretend that you're coming. Then you're part of the delusion. you're part of the delusion. Yeah. You're like, I came real hard when I hugged you. Three times. Yeah. Such bullshit. I mean, look at this fucking coming. Uh, <laughs> look at his face. She's cracking up. And he's like really oh, right. acting like he's jizzing, you know? Like he's just, his neck muscles contraction. She's just laughing. Yeah. yeah. So that's total bullshit. Right? Total bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. That's yeah. so. Yeah. We, can't, we cannot, three of us cannot stand it if somebody else is happy. We can't stand it. <laughs> yeah. I will not hear that. Oh, yeah. I don't like it either. I, it bothers me when people can get joyful about things <laughs> like that. I'd nonsense. love to hear your thoughts on this one. Okay. Though. I can't wait. Uh-oh. Black guys would love to fuck and fuck good. Uh-oh. <laughs> if you're a hot black guy and you want to fuck me at oh, 2395, oh. if you want to move in, you can move in, but oh. you got to fuck me. I need, I need to be fucked a lot, man. Yeah, we got Get it. Free food, free rent, and everything else, man. Here's a deal, man. Oh, boy. Hold on. Oh, hold Men on. From jail, homeless, or um, you're a thug, you want to come, 
move in. A friend can move in too, man. Free rent, you get a lease and a key. Fuck me. Piss on me. Beat me. Oh, oh man. Oh. You see me? You want to come over today and try it out? Try it out, man. I just get sad when yeah. I see Yeah. That. I mean, what's happening? Think, first of all, look how happen? dark the circles are around his eyes. <laughs> what do you I mean, think that good. means? It does not look well. I was being drugs, man. <laughs> he hadn't slept in a month. And then I just yeah. smell meth. I can smell meth. Oh, really? Meth. Yeah. Meth. Well, the first time we played, it was interesting. I said, you know, the funny thing about this, <laughs> uh, you play this over and over again. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This yeah. is a regular clip oh, on so, this show. Oh, so Jesus just Christ. That, <laughs> just oh, that. You, you're not worried about your souls now. <laughs> Forget his. Oh, we're, we're ruined. <laughs> I we know. I see that. Ruined. I'm going to bring in my questionnaire. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're ruined. But this, I was like, you know, there's uh, some part of every man's brain that has <laughs> wanted to like Be express this guy? express these feel like yeah, but this just is, fuck me. But I'm saying yeah. for someone to actually pull out a camera and no, go, and like, to I'm be this dis- disconnected and all of it. Yeah. This was somebody who was like severely beaten as a child. Really? That, that, oh yeah. Is that, is that, that what's happening? Yeah, that's just all I see is just abuse, abuse, abuse. <clears throat> because he's Probably looking for the abuse, abuse again. Yeah, yeah. He's reenacting. Oh, he's reenacting yeah. the trauma yeah, to yeah. try to solve it or whatever. Yeah, whatever his that, like, whatever is. our brain does, it makes us do that. That's interesting. So what's the darks. What's with the Bow on his head. That's well. That's in the, just a BG there. That's just. It's very dark. It's not well lit. He's See, shirtless. His spot on analysis made this sad for me now. And <laughs> yeah, it is well, sad. They're all sad. That's why I could never go to strip clubs and things. No, I'm like, oh, these women are supposed well, to be yeah, 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 yeah. Same here. No, yeah. it's empowering. Don't you know? It's supposed to be empowering. Yeah, they, that's what they say. <laughs> I know it's. Bullshit. It is. You guys don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he. Yeah. In my building. Try it out. You want to fucking piss on me? Try it out. Uh, Seriously, pride only us. Fuck, man. I'm looking for hardcore guys. I mean it. Want to do it. And I want to deliver it. I'm a hot, white trash. Where did you find this? Uh, people just send this in to us. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm talking to your fans. <laughs> <laughs> this is very nice. This is the tip of the As you guys, guys break into diabolical laughter. <laughs> <laughs> this is just junior varsity. Give me at least a varsity this level. This is a varsity I squad. Mean, is, you don't have to give me college but, or you know, one one. If, what do they call it? For 101? 1D. That, what's, that the was. Four, what's the big level football? The, oh, uh, uh, Division 1. Division 1. Yeah, Don't yeah. give me Division 1 yeah. varsity yet, yeah, but, yeah. but just high school varsity. <laughs> I'm ready for that. Let's, let's see what you got. <laughs> There's so much to show you. Uh-huh. Um, I'm so glad you're here because I we get these clips and we just we laugh at them. I I, I laugh at uh, mental I, you, illness. I'm glad frankly. you can laugh at. It. I'm glad. Oh, but I, I but can't. we yeah. but we because you know what's happening no, and that's yeah. the thing yeah. is we yeah. don't I get always to see know. The, I get to see this. You know, with the door yes. shut. Yeah, it's different. And it's yeah. deeply troubling. Well, you yeah. know, what? it's uh, funny. Uh, I, I, I told I told her this before. Every <laughs> time I've um, I go, you know, I've met porn stars. Immediately, oh. like I don't see them as sexual beings, right? Like you, because you you make you, a human you get connection. what's going on. Yeah, yeah it's a bummer. So I go. It, I mean, I totally understand. Did you see the sex rehab show we did? No, I no. saw sex, a few of those. Sex, yes. So Jenny Ketchum, Penny Flame. Penny Flame, I remember her. Penny yes. Penny Flame is oh, now yes. just graduated from social work as an MSW at University of Washington. Fantastic. She may be getting a PhD. She's amazing. Wow, good she's for her. She's getting married, pregnant. Wow. Yeah, she is phenomenal. Fantastic. When I, when I yeah. ask this, good I, for her. I, I ask uh, only if it's like like 
a public thing. Obviously, I'm not trying to give. about about the patients. I mean, yeah, about about her in this specific oh, Penny, case. Yeah, uh, or, uh, like I'm saying, if it's Penny. not known or yeah. public, then I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't tell you if it's not. Right. It's not, so. But like, uh, so was she traumatized? Oh yeah. Well, oh, really? Yeah. We used to talk about. See, everyone's trauma came out on the show, but for some reason, it, people either didn't watch it or didn't get amplified. They were specified enough. I mean, like Jeff Conway's trauma was so profound, yeah. so unbelievable and ritualistic, and people are like, I wonder what was wrong with Jeff. It's like you, you didn't hear him talking about he was I dragged into gets, a child porn ring and he was beaten. I don't remember oh them airing God, that bit. <laughs> yeah, I feel oh, like all, every one of them. I, I don't treat people. I always tell people if you have bad enough addictions, you need to see me as a hundred percent probability of childhood trauma. Really? Yeah, hundred percent. Now I'm not saying that all addiction has childhood trauma. I'm saying if it's bad enough that you need to come to somebody like me. It's just childhood trauma, and it's bad. Oh, Jenny had horrible stuff. Oh, well, that's what I learned watching um, Celebrity Rehab. I think that's what, right when I started getting into therapy. Is there was that trend of? Yeah. I mean, we discussed this on your podcast. Mm-hmm. When the person would go in, and Drew would be like, "How was your childhood? It was fine. It was yeah. great. Oh yeah. Well, oh, yeah, except yeah. for the part that my dad beat the shit out of me, and my mom was no. I, I'd, I'd have to go. I'd have to go. I'd have to go. Well, do you have any physical abuse? Oh, no, I go. Yeah. I go. Did anybody ever discipline you? Well, like anybody, I got. Oh, right, right. And and then I go. Okay, you got disciplined. So they hit you. Yes. Oh, of course. Well, but I needed it. I everybody and like anybody, yeah. I needed it. I go. Did anybody ever pick up an object and hit you? They belts and uh, did they use the buckle end? Yeah, oh, of course the buckle. End. Oh yeah, there was one time it was a bat. Oh yeah, and the hatchet. Oh yeah, and the bow and arrow. You know, and then it just yeah. starts. And they, right. and they think of that as normative, and yeah. they needed it. That's how they get it and they internalize it. Like it's I was so deserving of that, which wild. is which is the child feels so powerless that they flip it into I'm causing this, I'm making this happen to me yeah. because I need it because I'm bad. Mm-hmm. So that's the because current. mom and daddy can't be bad because no. I need them to survive. That, that's right. And what happens is those unresolved feelings of trauma turn into not like you just said sometimes addiction, mm-hmm. sometimes they manifest what later in life is something, but can be treated. Yes, right, right. That's the big. Highlight of this. I thought oh. you were going to tell us something specific. No, yeah, like, I mean, I just want people to feel, I don't want no. people to feel hopeless listening. Like, oh, oh no, shit, no. I was hit and am I screwed? It's oh, like, well, no, 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 you just need to deal it, with the trauma. It, fundamentally, the way I think about it, the simplest way I look at it is that it, you need closeness of other humans to develop the mechanism for emotional regulation. That emotions, if you've been traumatized, are too tro- prolonged, too intense, and too negative. And the way that is healed is in closeness with another human. Mm. Unfortunately, when you've been traumatized, you don't trust other humans anymore and you exit at the frame of closeness and you never go back until somebody in therapy finds their way back in with you and that person then holds that frame and just listens to you and reacts. How hard is it? Because this is one of the things I think maybe, I don't know, that a lot of like the amateur audience watching a show like that would would have difficulty processing is the, the level of distrust from some of the people that you're treating. In All words, of them. I, I feel like though, like... Aren't they? Isn't it hard to break down yes. truth uh, yes. from this? Uh, how it, 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 it turns me into a gigantic mind reader. It does. It, right? it, I, I, I've got to the point. I'm, I'm a little out of practice with it right now, but where I could, I could just trust whatever came out of my mouth without thinking about it. You can trust whatever comes. I would. I could when I was really skilled at this. Yeah. I'm a little bit rusty right now, but but I, I would just. I would. I would do what's called. I would listen with my whole body. I would yeah. not listen to what they're saying because I knew what they're saying is all bullshit. And I would just listen with my whole body. If I felt something or heard something or smelled something, oh, I would immediately wow. go. I'd immediately go. Hang on. I'm just. I'm. I'm not sure. Does this have meaning to you? I'm smelling. They go. Oh yeah. Well, that's my dad was always making bacon when he'd fucking throw grease on me and burn me. I was like, okay. Well, I just happened to smell some bacon. I don't know. Maybe wow. Wow. 
And what so, is that? Because people <clears throat> lie it's, it's, so well, wait, much. It's all compartmentalized, and I'm literally picking up on disavowed, disconnected parts of the self mm. that are crying out for attention, but are disconnected from that human consciously. But is there all the time, creating all kinds of emotional turmoil in that person. Mm-hmm. And I sort of, they sort of, I they I pick it up. Just, Would it be like that Freud thing of your unconscious reading another person's yes, unconscious? Yes, that's yeah. what it is. But I wow. but I think but I think it's that that sort of a that's not a evolved enough way of thinking about it. I, I really feel like that there's so much information going back and forth between two bodies in proximity. It's really not just the brain. It's our entire central nervous system, including our autonomic system. And we just, we just can, we send stuff back and forth to people. And if you really listen, if you learn to really train yourself and I, and I also trained myself to be able to know when people were not telling me the truth. And I would just go, that's very nice, but you're full of shit. Uh, Stop it, please. And I could just trust it when that would come out of my mouth. And, and, And most of the time, most of the time they would go, How'd you know? Yeah. They, and they'd go, I don't even know when I'm bullshitting anymore, but I'm glad you, I, help me. I need to know what I'm. You must it, have worked with some master manipulator. Oh so. my God. Yeah. And I've been manipulated and I've been had and whatever, yeah. but, but you, but, but I can, if I do feel it, I can just go, eh, you, you want to work with me or not? Shut up. It's, you know? uh, it reminds me of, by the way, this, I mean, the the skill set you're talking about yeah. is watching like detectives interrogate yeah. Um, people. Yeah. You know, not, not a lot different. And, and you see, like we used to watch a lot of the first 48. Oh, yeah. And um, there, there is certain detectives that that was the hook of, of like that was you get excited about. You're like, she is amazing. There's something at up. Breaking. Yeah. She would, like she there was knew. this one yeah. Sergeant Mason, I think, in, uh, in Tennessee. I still remember her name. And she would go in and the guy would be like, I didn't, you know, I didn't do anything. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. there. And she had this ability to connect. Yeah. And five minutes later, you would just see. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then they would confess. Yeah. It was amazing. Did you see Mindhunter? Yes, I watched the, the whole thing. You got some of that stuff came out in that too. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, same idea. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Because remember, even when he met that first guy, he was like, yeah. well, they, they went, well, how'd you feel about it? Yeah. It didn't feel right. Well, yeah. there you go. Listen to yes. that. You're, we're, we're perfect instruments. We really mm-hmm. are. And if you've been injured, that perfection gets expressed in crazy ways. You Like women that repeatedly go for abusive guys. Yeah. If you're attracted to the guy, definitely that's going to be an abusive guy. If you have that pattern. If you have that pattern, If right. you were abused as a child right. and you have that pattern as an adult and you, you think that's a great guy, guaranteed that guy's going to be. I know he looks nothing like and acts nothing like the other ones. Yeah. Still, that's going to be abusive oh, guy. Yeah. Guaranteed. The, um, yeah, like I've been, you know, we've all have interactions with like bad dudes. You feel it. You feel yeah. like, sight, like predator dudes. You know what I mean? Guys, you're like, this doesn't feel right. Right away. Yeah. I feel like sometimes you, you can... I don't know. It could be out in public. You could be introduced to someone. You'd be like, I don't want anything. To Creepers, do man. Yeah. Um, Good times, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to watching videos. Oh yeah, we oh. got some. Videos. Right and, to um, so the women practice on the egg. What do the men do? Okay, the men. The first thing they have to practicing that we call sharpening the knife. Okay. <laughs> so the whole key is very simple. You get the oil, we call the egg, the baby oil, baby oil. oil. Okay, and you put it in. Uh-oh. And now in you put the pe- peanuts. You warm it in, in, in the cold winter. You warm them up. You get a hot towel. Okay, and you make it uh, warm. The what? Okay. The hands. And you put your hands and make sure all the blood flow. Okay, on your penis. Okay. okay. Now you get the penis out. Yeah. You pull the skin. A lot of people they never circumcise. The foreskin. Yeah. So they have the skin. So you pull the skin <laughs> and you get the oil in the hand and you rub. Hand go like this. You rub, 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 rub. Especially on the gland penis. Okay. Rub them. Okay. Fifty times. Rest. 
Okay. Because you make them strong and not sensitive. 50 times one, one uh, right side, 50 times left side, 50 times front, 50 times back, 50 times down. That's like a lot. Three fifty. Okay. I believe. How often am I doing this? You have to do every day until you can control. Oh. Every day. <laughs> Time consuming. <laughs> Extremely. Just have the I'm sharpening the knife. That's you sharpening the knife. Okay. All right. If you don't sharpen the knife, that's the number one. Number two, you have to learn how to contracting the prostate gland. Mm-hmm. When men ejaculation, the pressure of the ejaculation is from the prostate gland contracting. Okay. So well, that's exercising that. You exercise one. Okay. And for people who have prostate gland swollen up or problem, this one will solve their problem. Oh. And now you do it until you feel orgasm. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Because orgasm without ejaculation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So you feel, so you see, when you do, when you, when you get it, it's very quick. Two, three times you get it. <laughs> when you squeeze, it's the orgasm coming up. Oh, dude. So What's what do you happening think's going here? on with him? He's a teacher. Uh, he's a tantric guy? Uh, tantric he, he teaches a lot of things, actually. What else? Well, he, he also teaches women, um, you know, to rub their nipples and, um, <laughs> and, ha- and I think puts an egg. Well, an he egg. says if your vagina... Muscles are loose, yeah. then the, put an egg in there. Your door is open, and all the energy, energy leaks out of your vagina. So you he need, reminds. Is he a yoga guy? He, a tantric know. guy? He, I don't he's know. He's been around for a minute. Like we, we after we. This was the first thing we were exposed to about him, and then we found what's his ethnicity. I can't figure out what he is. I think he's Thai. Thai, yeah. And, I, right. and then, um, then he did like a, a, a female one in the same interview, and then somebody found uh, like a 25, 35 year old clip of him. Yeah, he's been doing, doing it for like, a minute. you know, this is like your kidneys are connected to your testicles. You got to rub your back like this. <laughs> oh my so, God. So, wait, you said that's not right when you said the orgasm is in the no, prostate. No, your prostate doesn't move. The, the, the pelvic floor musculature contracts, but that's nothing to do with your prostate. And, and the, the seminal vesicles are what are holding the semen. The prostate is just a gland that's sort of slowly produced. Producing fluid and storing it in the seminal vesicles. It's not really any other activity. Mm. Hmm. And what about sharpening the knife? Is that an effective hey, method? How do you feel Fifty about times, that? rub, rub, so rub. I think the whole point of this was about control. Right? Yes, yes. And that's then, why it sounds sort of tantric-like. Yeah, but then you um, said like three hundred times, three hundred strokes a day. I, I, all I kept thinking was three hundred times. It's like two seconds of struggle. It's about 600 seconds or so. Who the fuck has time to do this every day? Every day and I'm worried about that person's soul again. I'm worried about the souls of all these people that you're showing me because their priorities don't seem right. If that's what they're preoccupied with doing every day, they're, they're, there's better mindfulness than, than sharpening the knife. So I'm saying, okay. I, so it's been, not a priority. I, I've seen better mindful practices. Yes. Let's put that there's out. a possibility yeah. that this guy is a bit delusional, though. As a, no, I don't think this guy's mentally ill. I don't think he you don't is. think he is. Okay. No, I just think he's a weirdo. <laughs> he's a straight up weirdo. He's a, that's the diagnosis. There is such a thing. There is such a thing as evil, bad weirdo that they exist. Oh, I will, oh, I'll yeah. raise you one. <laughs> oh, Jesus! And oh uh, my God! Back to varsity. Uh, oh no. Hey, hello. Uh oh. It's me, Danny. Uh oh. I uh, just want to let you know there are at least uh, two of my Daniacs, or at least a. A few of my Daniacs that are on the shrimp scampi boat, and uh, like they are like getting turned into lasagna. So um, I need your uh, help getting a, a rescue boat over there, and and uh, they uh, they really need your help getting rescued. So could you uh, at least 
Please, please. Uh, <laughs> what is she saying? She's, she's talking to Hitler. Talking to Hitler. So she's vlogging to Hitler. She's asking the, for the fear. She's asking him for a rescue boat for to her friends. Who are be turned into scampi? They're on a scampi. scampi boat. They're turning into lasagna. Okay. So, but Hitler is the guy she's talking to. <laughs> she sings "Happy Birthday" to again. Him. I, I always the leader of the third. Race. I always like to look at the, at the environment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at all that Chaos. stuff. Chaos. Those pictures. Well, and she's a really big fan of that uh, One Direction. One Direction yeah. yeah, it reminds me of people that set up, you know, sort of shrines and things yes. to people that yes. go and try to murder them. It looks like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you if you close your eyes and don't look at her video, listen to her voice, she sounds like she's about six years old. Oh. She sounds very which, old. which is an interesting thing that happens in severe trauma survivors is they. Mm-hmm. Their voice yes, stops. Yes, he talked about this on uh, Love sex line, line. and the sex stuff. Sex addiction. Maybe we, we should uh, have a new title for our <laughs> and, and, podcast. You speak all severe trauma. And if um, no laughing matter now, <laughs> if and if she's not just sort of being bullshitting, she's severely psychotic. I mean, it's psychosis. Yeah. Psychosis. Yeah. yeah Will you close your eyes for a second? Close your eyes. Mm-hmm. And now what? Hey, Hiller. Just wanted you to hear "Hey Hitler" and not. So I thought she said "Hey Healer." No. Oh no. Hey Hitler. No, it's Hitler. So severely psychotic. Yeah. Because of the eyes and and. The no, I don't see any of her face. It's just what she's talking about. Oh. I mean, it's so disorganized. Oh. And almost. It almost. It sounds you know, del- delirious. Like she's like. Well, why don't we lighten things up a little bit? Oh, good. Yeah. Um, Varsity level, or. <laughs> I just want to oh, see your thoughts on this. Not somebody talking, but just to see, like, what you find funny, what you don't find funny, and just your reaction. And then maybe you can... Oh, he's going he's gonna to zoom right through there? No, no, he's just, you know, setting the car up. Oh, no. It's funny, except I know what that injury is. That's bad. Yeah, it's funny. That kind of a crush injury is really bad. I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny. You could be dead within a few minutes. Thank you. Okay, so let us clue you in on what the debate is. I mean, crush injuries like that, those are common, and they, they unglove the... Oh, it's just the worst. So what it's the happens? Worst. Often the leg will just split open and unglove entirely. The skin comes off entirely, and then depending on how bad the crush is, you know whether or not their kidneys fail because their muscles crushed and going into their blood system, and how bad the blood supply is cut off, and how much orthopedic injury there is there. Yeah, it's just those are catastrophes. Like, I have a, people often like get amputated. Right, amputate. and that's really funny, no, right, no, Tom? No, no, but let me be. Is that part be fair, funny? Let's be fair about something. So I've always had, and I've admitted to it. I think the way I deal. With with physical injuries to people, as you laugh, I laugh. Yeah, and I've and I've Some done it that. for thirty yeah, plus I, I, years. I, I, I Some sick nurse. people do that, right? I had a nurse. Well, she thinks I'm psychotic. I think no. it's I think it's I think it's um I think it's a red flag, Drew. No, I, I, I had I'm a gonna... nurse. Remember Sasha and the celebrity? Yes, Sasha yes. would laugh in the most horrible situation. She was all of a sudden start giggling. Yeah, and there's nothing she could do about it. And she was she's a great nurse and really compassionate. Yes, but she had this weird, yeah, nervous thing when when things got really rough and so yeah. you know t- terrible things started happening. She'd break out like l- full laughter. And I, I was re- like, Sasha, leave. But, but why does re- my husband find that clip so funny when people right, like he's a psychopath? I, I, yes! I was going to tell you later. Yes! Right? Don't be sitting in front of him. Thank <laughs> you, because I've watched the clip several times, and we've had other guests on, and I I can't laugh. 
laugh because I have. Some people have said how funny it is. I have what's called empathy, no, and I believe it's funny if it were the Three Stooges. Right? See, you know I mean? yeah. contextual. See, see, the, whole, the whole problem is it's one thing that bothers me about physical slapstick humor is that yeah. you you believe that that's just funny, or yeah, if somebody yeah. gets hit in the but head, it's funny, just funny. Funny, hey, if, mild head injuries fuck people up for six months. Yeah, yeah. It, one of Mo's, you know, or just the fingers in the eyes. Yeah, you know, of course. One of Mo's bonks on the head would would be six months of trouble. Yeah, and and I and it's it is funny when it's the Three Stooges or Laurel and Hardy. When it's fake, when you know it's fake. In this case, what's funny also is that his reaction, I think also because it's foreign, like that you're, you don't understand what he's saying. Yeah, you can, you can be, there's some distance you can get from it. You get distance from yeah. it. It's a, it's an almost comical reaction. Yes, like, so, yes. So there was a quality I, of the reaction that was like, oh my God, that's funny. And yeah. then I was like, Oh my God, that's really a pin yeah. in a pinning. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, a yeah. pinning against the wall. Oh, I remember when I worked, worst. I oh. worked a uh, construction one oh. summer in high school and this guy had a sewn in, uh, like morphine drip pack yeah. for his neck. That's bullshit. And, uh, and I was like, <laughs> that's uh, the worst. I go like, why do you have that? Mm. And he started telling me like very seriously, he was on this site and they were removing a bathtub from the third floor mm. of, and it, it fell out from the, the, the lift and it crushed his neck. And I laughed so, so hard. He must have loved that. Well, he was just looking at me. And then he got, he realized that he started telling me all these other injury stories. And then he got to the point where he'd be like, ah, just remember, you're going to love this one. So he would do it to entertain me. He'd yeah. be like one time I was on the yeah. site and I broke my arm doing this. And I, I've always found, that's, that's how I process. How come you don't bring the guy around with you all the time? To keep, know, keep know, the levity right? going. I mean, it just, it just, I don't know why. Keep the good times rolling, you Tom. Become, you should become an orthopedist. You would never stop laughing. <laughs> I would laugh all the time. <laughs> Wait, so why do we do that? Because I laugh at things that are inappropriate as well. Is it? Well, you're, now you're asking me what's the nature of yeah. humor and laughter, which is oh. a really complicated question. But his his reaction to that man hurting, uh, being harmed and possibly dying is is laughter. Um, and that is... Remember I said evil exists? <laughs> <laughs> on the spectrum of evil. Should I be on Mindhunter? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I'm not sure it's that kind of problem, but... And, and what about this, Drew? Come on. Something's really wrong with me? No. Yes. He's dark. No, dark-sided. Dark-sided. No, I'm What not. about the fact that my husband... Okay, I'll be I'm falling... I'm incredibly compassionate. Uh-huh. I'm empath- okay. When I'm falling asleep at night, he'll Just, watch TV and he'll watch... It's all, if you look at his Netflix queue, <laughs> it's murder, murder, oh, murder psychopath, porn. serial killer. Guess what, Drew? They make all those shows just for me. Yeah. Isn't that neat? <laughs> yeah. They go like really deep into pro- production for me. We'll talk later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's yes, going it's on? Awesome. <laughs> just for you. It's just me, man. <laughs> I've, I've talked to them. They've said it was just for you. Law and Order's just for me. <laughs> all that stuff. First 48. It's just all me. He man. likes that. Should I be concerned? I, I think I got to go now. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Shit. She's but he's such a gentle, uh, gentle soul. Spe- yeah. The thing is, he would never hurt a, f- a fly. As far as you know. So, yeah, anyway. exactly. <laughs> What'd you do as a kid? Were you twisting rabbits' necks? And- I like to follow people home. <laughs> I do it now. I see if I can really stalk, you know? Oh, God. Pick someone and I go, I'm following you. Oh, my God. Yeah, get to know their habits when I go to work. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. I'm yeah. Terrified. So, terrified. Um, Here's another one that's not like those other ones, I swear. But I really want your opinion on this. And then and You didn't want my opinion on all the other ones? No, 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 I did. Okay. But I'm saying like, it's, this is an interesting one, I think. Right. Seriously. Right. Sweden is the most forward-thinking country in the world when it comes to questioning gender. The gender-neutral pronoun hen is now commonly used by most Swedes. So that's just a little... 
Intel. Beginning. Beginning. Okay. This is Nico's room. And how old is Nico? Nico's two and a half. And Mika is? Uh, almost five and a half. Mika and Nico were both assigned male at birth, but in this family, the sex you were born with does not dictate your gender identity. So then, so we're giving you just a little context for this. We use he for them. Sometimes it's mixed and it depends, you know, because in Sweden we have hen, the gender neutral pronoun in Swedish. I think Mika has always said when I've asked, it's been she or hen. Changing pronouns in books, instead of it always being mama, we say mama and mapa. What's the matter, sweetie? Ask mapa. It's so dark. So just to give you the full thing, the next clip is also what I want you to weigh in on. There's this family, they're in Sweden. Um, you understand that, that they were talking about the pronouns here. And then these very young kids are being uh, ha- treated. Like, they're getting different... Um, Hormones? No, they're just um, daily being given the uh, option oh. to choose pronouns and it switches Two and back. a half and five-year-olds. Are, and then, are, they're okay. being asked, hey, what would you like what me you to call today? you yeah. today? Okay. And that's today, I do hon, han, eller That's not something I always have to say, but it would be good to know today for the film. Just Mika, okay. So the kid answered, um, just my name. Yes. In other words, do you think that there's anything... Uh, odd to asking very small children their gender pronouns? I don't know because it, it, it's, it's unusual. We're not used to that, but yeah. it would have to be really studied. We'd have to see what the outcomes are. I, I'm a little concerned with the biological reassignments. Uh, the At pre- a young age. The President of the American Academy of Pediatrics just came out strongly against it. Um, Is that being done? Oh, yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Reassignments. They're born. Like they're being, if they say, I feel like a girl today. Correct. Or, or, and even though I'm a boy, you better get on those hormones right away, the yeah. three-year-old. And uh, the, the, it's concerning. And we don't even know the full medical consequence of that either yet. So, it, so it's people, all... But people are doing that. Oh, yeah. Like crazy. But but I th- this part, I, I'm sort of agnostic about. Yeah, it's like it's like maybe it'll be I don't know maybe yeah. good. I, okay, I, I'm more worried with the way this guy's treating his children. It does not feel very connected or empathic. Yeah, this feels very tutorial. Everything's very like weird and formal. I mean, maybe it's just because the camera's there. I don't know. Right, right. Oh, yeah, it could be. be. Yeah, but th- it would not feel comfortable being his. Was he dad or mom? What does he well, call Well, he's Mapa. Mom, he's Mapa. He would not feel comfortable having him as Mapa, right? I mean, <laughs> no. you'd feel weird if you were that kid. That's why she's like, hey, shut up, call me Micah. Yeah, stop asking me stuff. Yeah, stop I don't making know me uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you think something mental is going on with this type? Uh, I don't understand, like, why you bitches and people <laughs> is mad just because I sound black and ancestry.com sound black. Like, at the end of the day, what is a race anyways? You feel me? Because, like, we all one. We all here on this world supposed to be equal. It's just in the past, people was messed up and stuff. Oh, honey. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? I, I feel so angry at our educational system sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I, I really get angry. 
something. I don't see anything mental, nothing mental health wise, other than a little angry. But, but just like, come on, everybody. Yeah, let's let's go back to school. Let's be able to function in society. Yeah. Oh, Uh, Chantel, you and your daughter sad as fuck, bitch. Why would you wish death on somebody you don't know? That's real sad. And obviously, you can see I'm not ugly, bitch. And my hair go down. Might be a little fat. Never claim to be skinny. These are, for people just listening, these are two back-to-back white girls. I love these two girls. Yeah, they're pretty <laughs> pretty entertaining. Why don't you start talking like that? I'm trying. I can't do the accent that, that well. Okay, I'm trying. She's still going. And I don't see Nancy bitch ass. And I don't see Nancy bitch ass. Yeah, you're good. I, 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 okay. You were irrelevant anyway. But This I, is a good one for you. I'm a little fat, but I still got some ass and thighs now. I'm a little I fat. I never said I was skinny. But I be out here riding around with better than any oh, of these geez. bitches in this group, though. Do you guys know Theo Vaughn? Yeah. Yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. Theo was, you know, he'll he'll talk about being raised around that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, like yeah. in Louisiana? Yeah. He does not have good feelings about what was going on there. Really? Yeah, yeah. Jesus uh, Christ. <clears throat> All right. Uh, that's pretty good stuff. What else is going to get me in trouble with? What about, um, oh my God. what's the, the racial stuff, Tommy? What's that word that you taught me where you choose your race? Ooh, oh, transracial. Transracial. Oh, that's interesting. That's people are like saying, like, like it'd be like me saying, you know, the yeah. thing is, I was born, I know what you see, but I'm actually Filipino. Yeah, identify yeah. with Fili- yeah. Filipino. Yeah. So what's I going like on that. there? Is that mental illness or is that a, what's going on are there? You, are you trying to get me, in, how much trouble are you trying to get me well, into one I'm podcast? genuinely curious I, I, about these people. What's happening? Is this a societal thing? Yes. Jail, homeless, <laughs> you're a thug. <laughs> This is, a, this is a social phenomenon. This is not. This is. Uh, this is not a mental health issue. Okay, got yeah. you. So this yeah. is just the times. This is. Yeah. This is what's in oh, the ethers, and yeah. people are like, "I'm. Oh, I'm doing that yes. thing too." Yes. Okay. Interesting. Because uh, yeah. If you want to move in, Jesus Christ, you gotta fuck me. Oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's one last guy. This guy's oh. been like the, a big deal. <laughs> Look how exhausted he is. I Look know, at yeah, him. This it's poor man. Trying. But there's just one guy we want you to, <laughs> right, to just guy. weigh in on. All right. Just. Okay. He's just. Uh, uh, he's got a dinner waiting for him at he's home. He's walking down Come the on. street. Just working on a song, okay? Machines were thin, machines were thin. I got a gun, I got a gun, yeah, I got a gun, Terminator gun. Yeah, machines were thin, machines were thin. T16. Sorry. Um, do you notice anything there? Does everything seem normal or no? Well, trying to rake my rap, trying to make my rap, trying to practice on my flow, trying to practice on my flow. Machines within, machines within, machines within. I can't picture Drew listening to this shit. That's pretty terrible. I just feel, I feel sad. I feel, it feel? makes me sad. It makes me sad. What part? What part of it? Just that we're failing people so miserably. <laughs> And it's not <laughs> mental health. He made a new, uh, new Wait a minute. A my new introduction, my song, <laughs> I just made on Facebook. It's called Crazy Isn't It. Well, here I go. I'll drop that verse for you. Crazy Isn't It. Crazy Isn't It. Drop that verse. Drop that verse. Got the knife. Crazy Isn't It. Got that knife. Crazy Isn't It. Crazy Isn't It. Drop that verse. How crazy isn't it? Innocent. Innocent. This guy. Crazy Innocent. Will be a great juggalo. He, he is will. okay. He would. Be, he'll be fine there. He'll be fine amongst his peers. Wow. wow. 
there it is, normative, somewhat normative behavior he's engaged in. Even the jugglers will find a problem with this, but he will he will make a good juggalo. Look at you. So yeah. that was fa- that was amazing. You you got your spidey senses back. Yeah. So now would you say this is mental illness or an no. educational failure? This is uh, juggalosis. Juggalosis. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Juggalos. I was I almost went to the juggalo convention. What do they call it? The gathering? Yeah. I want to go to the gathering. Just to see what's what's going on there. Yeah, I gotta show you. So many people. That's will, so will, interesting. I want you to my, treat them. My very favorite picture. <laughs> Can you treat them and mask? Can you open up a booth at the Juggalo convention? Well, the probably people warned me off going because they said it'd be too scary <laughs> that I would get hurt. I think that's a good. I, that's a good. I really wanted to go though. I really did. I'm so, but sh- this gentleman is just. Um, He's a juggalo. He's a do? juggalo. It's just it's a cultural. Yeah, it's just thing. an expression. No problem. Expression. No yeah. problems. Okay. He's not angry. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's and he's angry. socially, like I said, I got sad, but to know there's a place, a home, even for him, amongst the juggalos, I mean, that felt pretty good. <laughs> How about this? Let's hope for those Is this guys. different? <laughs> I think we're traumatizing, Dr. Drew. Another one I'm in love with? This is, this is just good comedy, man. Well, I'm saying, like, do you Come think, on. is there anything to doing that? Is uh, there, like, should I be concerned about her? Well, yeah, like, that's trauma, right? If no, you're making fart videos no, well, for money, come on. For money, she gets paid for that? Of course, $50 yeah. God, a God fart. Is, God is great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, like... <laughs> seriously, what? Okay. This is, is trauma. This okay? I mean, she can do this, too? There's a reason. Oh. I mean... There's people that do this. Is there something that... <laughs> that there are people that then play it over and over again to other guests on podcasts. Well, I'm saying... <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You'll see there's suddenly all kinds of pictures of... She's been abused, right? No, her I, she's, I'm in love with her, too. She's a very sweet girl. This is the best thing ever. This Now, that's just funny. Right? Okay, so you just enjoy that. <laughs> that's, I just enjoy that. Thank you. What about I mean, women the sex- farting? Why, why is that funny? Oh, because it's it's right. Does this type of because you have so like there's so many tells that you're keyed in on? Yeah, I feel like because you're like you know you look at the eyes. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you think that this the voice, physical property? Yeah, like does, she uh-oh. made me do copious amounts of cocaine with her <laughs> to the point, and when I I thought my heart was going to stop. Yeah. That's it. She yeah. made me do copious Sorry. amounts of cocaine with her. To the point I thought my heart was going to stop. That's it? She told me to calm down, gave me a drink, and I don't know what was in the drink, but I blacked out. Woke up, she had both my legs over her shoulders, and she was numb-sucking my asshole (laughs) like there is no tomorrow. (laughs) Numb-sucking? What is numb-sucking? I tried to fight it. I tried to get away, but I was restrained. She told me that I liked it. You probably did. She told me not to worry because she used the good jelly. Oh. The schmuckas. <laughs> I mean, is this something? We don't know who this is. Well, nobody's paid me to uh, confess this now. And I've kept it under wraps for all these years because I knew that no one would believe me. Uh, no one would believe that Hillary Clinton oh. ate <laughs> my asshole. Oh, my God. But doesn't his, his oh, eyes so what, I feel like there's is, something going on? Is he telling the truth? I can't tell. I can't tell. Well, he's not telling the truth. I don't know what's up with him, but he's not telling the truth. That's Ryan Sickler. He's a very funny comedian. <laughs> oh, is it? No, no. No, it's not. no. It's just another. I, I thought it was him. I'm looking for my beard. favorite picture here for you guys. And, juggalos? Yes. 
my Juggalo picture. I'm going to find they it. They could really use you in that community. Yeah. Well, maybe. I just don't want them to kill me if I show up. No. You think They're this peace and love, dude. Has drugs okay, enough. pups, we've had a bit of a rest. <laughs> Time now for some... <laughs> I think we're assaulting What's Duncan? involved in human pup play? It seems really simple because, you know, most people yeah, what's think happening? you just get pup play, pup play. around yeah. and, and going woof, woof and bark, bark. But it's really so much more complicated. So that guy started this pup play training in New Zealand. Training. Training. And he's got all these guys into it there. And he was um, basically like, oh, it's a fun get together. You know, like, well, at first he was like just a bunch of guys yeah. enjoying each other's company, and then later it's like we also ejaculate in each other's faces. <laughs> yeah, those big secret, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. after we have so, the so that's sort of like the uh, Furbies, furries. Yeah, yes, like but the furry on that video there, it's all like you know on the up. Like it's like we just hang out and I, I treat them like dogs, and then we found <laughs> videos of him online. In a different light, where he was basically like... Run your finger along your crack of your ass. You don't need to finger your hole. You don't want to come back with shit on your finger. No, you don't want that. Yeah, no. but he was instructing people <laughs> in a much more graphic way when it wasn't for a news piece. Well, you know? of course. He didn't yeah. want to... Yeah. What's that? There we go. Oh, my gosh. Me and Violent J and uh, oh, Shaggy. Yeah. So Drew showed me a picture tonight on Loveline. You had these two guys on Loveline. Oh, repeatedly. The insane clown posse. This You've had these so guys on many times. ICP, they're my buddies. They're cool. I've heard them on uh, Stern before. They, yes. They seem fun. They're like, they are something else. They're funny. These guys like, come to studio like this? They never are seen anywhere without either a, a, a Mexican wrestling max, mask or that clown makeup on. Ever. They've really? never been seen. It's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. That does seem like a lot of work. Yeah. Do they do it themselves? Now imagine the guy with the hockey mask wearing that makeup. That oh. then, then it starts to make sense, doesn't it? Right, right, right. That's, That's what he terrifying. would look like. What's look, your take on? He would look like Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, you know, people make fun of Juggalos a lot and like ICP and all that stuff. But then they I love also them. bring about how business savvy these guys are with with this. You know, they're brilliant, and and there's a whole philosophy and stuff, and you, it's yeah. hard to argue with them. I mean, they really are kind of interesting guys. Yeah. yeah. And it is positive, right? They're all about. Uh, there's a little bit too stuff. much aggression and violence oh, in, in when they gather, but but other than that, I have no quarrels. All right. Well, we'll look, we want you to go home and have salmon. And uh, I'm not. I want to see some more fart videos. I mean, you come do. On. Oh, oh okay. all right. Well, like, really? Oh my god! You came to your mom's house. This is perfect. <laughs> we got them. You asked for it. Yeah. Oh, same girl. Now, do you think do you think she really does this, or someone's playing like a video, a no, sound, I think so. sound there's effects? A, over there's it. a rooster in the yeah. background. You know who you? I'm not sure that was the best idea. Do you think do people pay king? for this? Yeah, that's the thing that we're trying to figure yes. out. The, yes. Is it the, sexual? The, the, yes. Yes. It's so they people get off we, on this. It's not just well, comedy. We first brought right. it up a while ago. A guy <laughs> wrote in. And he was like, "Well, the whole thing is seeing a pretty girl do the dirty thing." That's what he gets off on. A dirty thing. Well, you know. Farting. A, a far, so why the rest of us thing. just laugh? I don't know. Have you seen oh. cake farts? Yes. yes. Come Who on. Who has it? That's like first grade. Come on. Grade. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, well, that was an exercise in futility. Let me see if I can. But uh, like uh, this girl this. definitely had a bad childhood, right? I mean, you don't fart on the internet because things were good in your childhood. I, you know, there's, there's a high degree of secondary reinforcement. What's that mean? She gets paid a lot probably to do this. Oh, so, yeah. So it may just be one of those things. It's like $100. Um, do you want $100? I think... Uh, Susan says she's tired Aww. and she made a crappy dinner. Oh, they'd be like, I'm glad I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> should I put her on the... Should I get her on the phone? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so 
Yeah. Till we're watching fart videos. Do you think something's going on? Um, we're going to show you the king real quick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. 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 <laughs> Please analyze this guy. We're really curious about him. Oh, we're not going to get her. She just texted me. Why she answer her phone? It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy, too. too. Don't you want to murder your spouse sometimes? No, I want to kill you when you don't answer, and I want to talk but, to you. But you, he didn't just complete a text I to you know. and then not answer. Oh, my God. Please, come on. Come on, Susan. Come on. This is, she's missing such good material. <laughs> talk about... She loves fart humor. Really? Oh, really? No. Oh. <laughs> she, she does not get it at all. Do you fart in front of each other? Sure, After a little bit, but she's not... This guy is a legend. He's called King Ass Ripper. How about that, how about that guy in Stern that does uh, Joe the Farter? Or yes, yes. The, the king here? This but guy. This guy blows that guy away, dude. Yeah, it's really This guy's the real deal. <laughs> We've tried contacting him. A lot. Oh, my God. He won't come on our show. Why not? The guy guess his identity is a secret. Yeah. Yeah, well, well no. But no. He, shows he shows his face. face. No, does he? Yeah, in this video, not Does so he much. respond to your emails? No. I mean, look, look. It's We've just, offered him money. Look, King <laughs> it's, all, it's all about. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You guys live in this world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Susan. You're on the podcast. You didn't tell me that. Hey, you Hi. didn't tell me that your mom's house is just these two sitting around Wait, watching. Let me turn off the look, babe. Hold on. Okay, hold look on. Look at the King Ass River. Uh, on the voice? Oh, she's watching the voice. Oh. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, you didn't tell me that your mom's. Ha- hang on. You didn't tell me your mom's house is just these two sitting around watching fart videos. <laughs> which You're watching fart videos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're... Yes. Oh. On Instagram? Uh, no. Uh, we have files saved. <laughs> we... Girls that fart? Yes. How did, you, how did you know about that? We watched it together. <laughs> 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 well, these two have made an art form of that. <laughs> They apparently study it like the Zabruder tapes. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember we watched? Yes, I was. My first exposure was recently. Yes, (laughs) and we were both like in disbelief. Oh, of cake cake farts? No, this was just watching women fart online, and we were like, "What?" Yeah, it's a special lane. Thankfully, I'd been pre my my hymen had been ruptured prior to getting here. I might have been shot. So your your virgin to fart fart videos, huh? Mm -hmm. So. There's so many, but I just want to tell you. I'll hear that, but she can't hear it, right? Oh, she well, can't. Hold on, speak. That's the guy, though. That's uh, the guy. King Astro. That's King Astro, but he's just farting on his dog. On his, yeah, that poor dog. Oh. Uh, Susan, it's that one. Yeah, this is a guy who farts on his dog. That's animal abuse, in right? Our, well, in our world, our dogs abuse us. Yeah. Of course. But if the dog enjoys it, is it really considered animal abuse? Well, Susan, I called you to tell you what I'm still doing, (laughs) so I'll get home as soon as I can to eat your crappy dinner, as you said. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. It's fine. I'm sure it's fine. We miss you, Susan. We wish you could be here. This time it was terrible. Oh, I'm sorry. But listen, they miss you. We missed you. I'm sad you didn't come. Oh, I know. Thank you for... Saying that, I wish I could have been there. Give all, do Next all the, time. do all the Susan, plugs, do all the plugs in case I forget. Susan, wait, wait, Tom, sorry, dude. Susan, how <laughs> great, how great is Drew's body? Amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were talking Amazing. about. Amazing, and you know what's really cool? Uh-oh. What? <laughs> uh oh. Okay, this, just in case your kids are listening. No, no, no. After you have your prostate removed. There's oh. no semen. Right. 
Oh. Ghost loads. Awesome. Yeah, very clean. Ghost loads. Oh, very clean. <laughs> that must be nice. The only thing that changes, no must, no fuss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh no! Is that not PC for your show? I'm oh, for this show? For this show? Are you fucking kidding me? It started very nice, but it goes down a rabbit hole you would not believe. So that's so funny. That's the best line of the night. So give all the plugs. I'll never forget. I'll remember to do it. Go ahead. So before or after I bleach my butthole? Okay. Uh-huh. So, um, Make sure you listen to this live podcast with Dr. Drew and Bob Forrest or Mike Catherwood, depending on what kind of mood I'm in. Uh, the Dr. Drew podcast, Adam and Drew podcast, Jesus, and Weekly Infusion. Oh, and of course, Calling Out with Susan Pinsky, which I'm resurrecting oh. this week. I'm not so, sure you want this crowd over there, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. No, they've already been on the show, honey. I'm no, no, not these two. I mean the people they that find them amusing in their current, <laughs> in their current ha- mom's house. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'll be no. home and uh, soon enough. It, okay. It, I love you. All right. Love you too. Bye. 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 And I just did. That's beautiful. Yeah. The your show. What's it called? Sorry, I forgot. Uh, you did the, the you live. The, Yo, how do you have time yeah, to do all this? Shit? What, what the, the hell, fuck, man? I'm just do them. Just crank them out. So you're like a pro podcaster. Yeah, I'm, I'm like it was a serious workaholic though, so everything seems easy to me since those really? days. Yeah, Every, this oh, is the this is the farter. He also this does gluttony videos. Three fucking uh, <laughs> beef and cheddar sandwiches <laughs> slopped with fucking mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. He's in Brooklyn too. Yep, evidently. Fucking leak this and fucking. I don't like the eating ones. I know. Mayonnaise. It's hard to watch. Yeah, but he. But does. I, I love how fucked up people are that they. Uh, Weird. There's a. There's also videos where he gets out a bunch of this food and he farts on it and then eats it. I'm not interested in him. I'm interested in who's watching him. Yeah. Like, who well, is we've, we've brought him to a lot of people. I mean, a lot. And it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes me want to throw up. Do you think yeah. this is like a fetish thing? That... Yes. All this is all yeah. fetish stuff. Any, anything that's sexual that shouldn't be sexual, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Why? Pathetic. Why yeah. do you think gluttony? What, how yeah, does that turn that? someone on? I I've I don't I'm not an expert in this area, but I've always had the sense that it was something to do with being force fed as a child or something oh. that, that it was too gratifying or maybe the breastfeeding was done into an aggressive way or something. So they always feel like they're overwhelmed by it. Yeah. And so that feels sexual. He used to just do fart videos <laughs> and then, uh, then he started doing the glass. He evolved as an artist. Yeah, he really did evolve. But I mean, he's Started getting paid one. for these things, right? I think so. But you know, we've never really found his pay uh, stuff. Back more fucking gluttony. You already know. Oh. Yeah. Is What's it, up, it, gaining community? What, what I'm gaining community. What I'm gaining feeding community. community. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering if you it's... You need to uh, go to my channel, Gluttonous Slob, and go to the pig out checkout button. I'm wondering if it's... To donate uh, some gay money or straight. to me. There you go. He's asking for, for any cash requests and challenges oh. you may have. Gay or straight, Just donate gay. money. Is gay thing? <laughs> There's no you know? women that are interested in No, no, I'm other heterosexual men. It's all... Everything weird is mad, let's face it. Yeah, but Is it heterosexual men or straight? No, it's gay men. Maybe that's why he won't answer us, Jeans. I think because we've reached out to him so many times, and I, I think he needs to keep his business intact. I think right, it's gay right, guys right, that are okay. into this. He, uh, he goes also by I fart in your face. <laughs> That's, uh, but he, we really, oh. this is him here. This is like him and his. Oh, a hard dresser to fart on. <laughs> a hard dresser to fart on, you know, and he would just post these videos. Okay. 
Let's give a nice, yeah, a nice uh, sort of jackhammer quality. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! So I, I, oh, everyone has their own talent. Yeah. Some other genius, something or another. You know, there's a big scandal about those fart videos with uh, him. Was that scandal. people? But people didn't believe they were genuine. Uh, that he was uh, shooting yeah. air into himself. Okay. No. Well, that would still be genuine in a weird way. Well, yeah. Well, but, let me yeah. ask you this: medically speaking, I mean, is that really possible? What that guy's doing, or is that fake? It's possible. So the bacteria can produce a lot of gas, right? They split the <laughs> nitrogenous oh. waste in there. <laughs> Are you writing this down? <laughs> and, and so the methane that's produced by the bacteria can be high volume. And if he holds it in for periods of time and then films it when it's time to go. Yeah. I can see. So right. He probably, probably knows what to give him, feed himself to get the optimal oh. production. Um, and sometimes swallowing air. Sometimes people swallow a lot of air. And some of the guys can suck in air. Yeah, they can actually oh, suck it like Will the rectum. Yes, will that's what he's sucks. doing. He's sucking, which I feel yeah. is kind of a, a trick, a parlor trick, yes, and not I agree. a real thing. I agree. This guy's but a so real is deal. Like inserting air. You know well, I mean? let's like, be fair. What is it you actually want from this guy? I mean, does it I really matter to, how uh, it got to that point? Does that <laughs> violate your sensibilities, <laughs> your delicate sensibilities? The Geneva Convention on <laughs> Fart Production has to be pure bacterial methane production. We'll, we'll have no yes, air from above for, or air from below. <laughs> the judges will rule. For me, of yes. course, yes. I definitely want them to I'm be genuine farts. I want him to eat that Arby's and yes, McDonald's. I'm, I'm yeah, and but then, if it's swallowing air as part of his gas production, some people the air goes mm, through. Yeah, and why not give them that if he has that talent? I mean, I I, I understand. Like, I'm just saying. What do the like, judges say? I feel like the committee. <laughs> Talk to the judges. I feel like the committee would want to review this. Well, you know? I feel yeah, it's I worthy of worthy yeah. of. Uh, I'm throwing the flag. I, w- I want an official review. Yeah, I have another very scientific question. Oh my for god, you. my I don't mother. Know if I can take anymore. <laughs> sorry, this will be the last one. My mother. Uh, used to tell me she used to I used to fart a lot and when sometimes I'd complain about the farts she would say that you should be grateful for the farts because farts push the shit out now is that true that no. farts push the shit out it's not true. shit push the farts out farts and shit are essential sort of disconnected phenomena what? what? Yeah. Yeah, they're sort of... They're sort You're of blowing my mind. I mean, my whole life they're, I'm they raised to believe... They can be a little connected, but obviously there's some connection there, but they, they're independent. They're not... Like, shit don't push the farts out? They A shit will... A fart will come out with the shit, but the shit still... Yeah, and the, but she said the farts push the, <laughs> the shit farts. out. Right. And right. it's a little different. Yeah. And the farts <laughs> just come out. They just are getting... So, wait, you're saying they're, they're not... There's no causal relationship. Not really. I mean, it may give you more of a Did sense you of a desire to fart. But studying and being on... Did I ever think I'd be, be on a, this show, any show talking about this? Have never. Farts really. push the shit out. No. Never, I would, I, that's not something I expected to be talking about. I thought we. I thought your wife was really smart. I thought we talk about. I thought we talk about Kierkegaard. I, oh, I, Kierkegaard. Thomas Aquinas. That's the I, other I, show. I, I, Kierkegaard on top of it. I God. don't know. So she's, that's, she's, that's well, deep, I took a leap of faith by coming on this show, and I'm here How'd to tell you, out? Kierkegaard was wrong. It doesn't. It doesn't so much work out. It doesn't. It, it, there, it's required to get here, but uh, I. I think uh, oh, Heidegger was a little close to the proper analysis man. of the existential phenomenology oh, reality. This is hilarious. Right? You're the best, man. The Thanks part. for yeah, coming thank on. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for letting us torture you with these clips. This is. Are we really done? I have a weird sort of like desire to continue. Oh, I'll continue. I, I thought it's that weird, we could... like weird, like I feel attached to all this. I'm traumatized. I guess. <laughs> yeah, every traumatic attachment. <laughs> I love it's it. Tra- trauma bonding. You're gonna <laughs> associate <laughs> beards with this for a long time, <laughs> and, 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 and stalking behaviors, yeah. and, and I'm not gonna oh, know. God. 
when to leave or go. Give me one more. Give you one more. <laughs> okay. Give me, give me a, give me a, a high grade. No, no Let's violent uh, medical injury stuff that I'm to be thinking about. Okay. The, the surgical suites. Oh, uh, I don't know. What? What about the dad excitement? The trans Canada. What, what, what about what have your other guests have extra, had extraordinary reactions to? Extraordinary. Okay. Reactions. Well, we high you know, level reactions hmm. to to guests that should be able to take it. Is this thing? I don't know. Is this one of them? Hold on. I want one. There's so many. He did eventually meet Ken, Uh-oh. who shares her sexual preference. Uh-oh. Oh, not I this. Was no, not this. I was until I was 29 years old. I was oh, a zoophile no, up no, until then. I just, no. Yeah, I don't. But it's animals. No, here, no. Okay, no, okay. okay. all right. I don't know. Much, you said what Tom. you... Well, shit, I'm, I'm doing it on the fly, man. It's a bummer. What about the, what about the trans, Trans-Canada Highway? No. That's not weird enough? No. You know, my radio partner, Mike Catherwood, sends me weird stuff all the time. He goes on the dark <laughs> web, and he's very fascinated with... Uh, Diarrhea, people that diarrhea on each other. <laughs> I, I, had a, I, might, I, I need to connect Tom and Mike up. Clearly. Yeah, I was going to say. Clearly. Uh, they diarrhea on each other, yeah. and it's a sexual well, thing? you can't really do it on each other. Only one person gets to be the <laughs> receiver, and one is the Oh, I got a good one for you. I got a good one for you. I wouldn't want to see that. It's really awful, oh, and I just my. nearly vomit every time, and he finds great glee and delight. People have oh a strong God. reaction to this, okay? All right. Here we go. I'm your mom oh, and you're good. my son and I am falling in love with him oh. he said are you really I said yes I am he yeah. said you know what I was scared to let you know too I am too we're both yeah. consenting adults if if uh, it comes were down they, to it you know separated it's just like yeah, yeah. there's a whole they're, phenomenon you know, I, yeah, we, we used to do we, we did as this long on HLN a number 18, of times everything's fine Wait. and uh, we, there's a woman I ended up interviewing several times who re- was in recovery from this and so she can talk about what the delusion is like when you're in it and how people get into that and how they get out of it. So you're saying because of the separation, the, the bond the, was... It's, it's distorted, yeah. It gets all fucked up. So how do you develop a, rom- a romantic? You don't see them as a maternal figure. It's just a... What? Yeah, it's just all... It gets sexualized inappropriately and stuff. So should you be able to marry your mom? No. Because <laughs> whenever... whenever it just like the gays, though? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's what that guy says. That's I don't think says. you saw that, but he yeah. goes, it's just like the gays. Well, you, we're you consenting. Should, yeah. Yeah. It's like if we're both adults, well, there are laws against the consanguinity and producing kids at that close. Right. Uh, you can't yeah. do that. But, uh, I, you know. I, I have listen. a question. Go- government that. overreach that we should get involved with that at all. Yeah, yeah. Now, I heard in uh, college that you can huh. have... Uh, sex in, with your Oxford? cousins? No, not Oxford. Oh, this okay. is University of San Francisco. Oh, okay. A lesser school. Yeah. And I, I, I was told that you can have offspring with your cousin. That you won't have. Uh, you can with your siblings or, and with your mom, but it, but it, the that risk of trouble is there. Really high. But lesser, lesser, lesser so with that, cousins. As you get further and further away, it's less so. And cousins is not that big a risk. Right. Like royalty used to marry. Egyptian royalty married their kids. Ew. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, brothers and sisters and things. They did horrible, horrible That's stuff. That's nasty as hell. That's yeah. very bizarro. Uh-oh. At the kilometer marker, 7,128. And this is where I believe with a 90%, uh, no, make that 95% uh, chance that this is, in fact, the very place. <laughs> Where the Trans Canada paved its last section. Woo!
Oh, yeah. What? Right here. Yeah, it doesn't make this sense. This is right? where the West meets oh, the It's age. like the golden spike was put in there. and he's But he's, he's really got He really, I mean. Oh, one more time down the middle. Oh. This is like the guy with the double oh, rainbows. Yes. Oh. But that guy was on drugs. Well, is this guy on drugs? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Oh, oh, this is a downhill section, fortunately. Oh, this so, is drugs. So weird. We never thought of drugs. <laughs> no, why didn't we think of drugs? Yeah. What, what kind of drugs were we talking about? Uh, it yeah, 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 yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, your Trans Canada Highway. <laughs> It's uh, odd, right? I mean, it's a lot. Can I take a shower before I leave? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's yeah. oddly mesmerizing. Yes, all of this is oddly mesmerizing. God damn it. Oh. Fuck! You guys are doing good! I know. Tom, hurry up! What? Is that Charlie? <laughs> oh, dirty son of a... <laughs> Come down later for moose soup! <laughs> it's moose just soup? Moose soup, yeah. yeah. She's looking... She's uh, watching this boat race, and the guy falls in the water, and then she goes from like you know, like you hear like "fuck" because he fell in, yeah. to keep asking them to come over for moose soup that she's got later for them. Like, what do you What do you think she looks like, Drew? Like just on the voice, the Granny from Beverly Hillbillies. That's yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, his and body. What, is, what does she actually look like? Like a Granny from Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, you got it. Nailed it. Yeah. You guys come down here after I got moose soup and everything. All right, right. You guys are doing good. It's not the right superlative. Son of a bitch. Hey, I got you on video. Duh. She blows them. Do we get to see her? She blows no. them all later in a different video. Like Seriously? four guys. Yeah, it's great. No, no, Tom. No, she doesn't. No. Does she really look like Granny? You would never yeah, see yeah, what she looks yeah. like. No, no, she does. She uh, looks like I, Cheryl Teague. She doesn't. No, no, no. She no, looks. No, she looks no, like no. she's like, a mess. She's okay. kind of kind of built and yeah. Like good times. Like she has moose soup all the time. Oh yeah. Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm ready to go. All right, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> My work here is done. Tapped out. All I'm right. tapped out. This has been awesome. Yeah. Oh, thanks it's for coming. Fun. Fun. I wish I had. I wish I'd had a, a, a clip to play you that would top everything. I was trying to, you know, give me a, give me a, a winner. A, a top yeah, yeah. Can I you feel top like this video, King Asperger? I mean, I'm I'm actually pretty amazed at how not phased you are by all this. I mean, you have seen it all. I right? have seen it all. Trust me. I, and it, yeah. Mostly when I, when I see aberrant behavior, I'm either sort of oddly, you know, sort of uh, intrigued or I feel sad. Yeah. Those are the two feelings I get around. Like, like really people do that. And then I get sad. Because I, mean, I, I know how fucked up that is. You're sad, but you're also empathetic. Uh-oh. So here's the thing. Oh, Uh-oh. Jesus, this bro. I think we should go on strike against cum. A cum strike. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Keep going. Right? From now on, <laughs> I'm only going to swallow the cum of a man or put on my body the cum of a man who's willing to touch it or kiss me afterward. She just felt like she's good for her. And she yeah. plays a little Chopin and Beethoven. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. a smart lady. She, yeah. yeah. yeah if he's not willing to touch this cum... I won't either. <laughs> Bold stance. Yeah, like that. Yeah. She's my favorite. Uh, there you go. Uh, and just the yeah. thing, she's probably somebody's piano teacher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's uh, uh, it's extraordinary the stuff people will put online, isn't it? It's it, yes. our whole that's our whole show. It's yeah. Just, yeah. But I mean the stuff and the stuff they send you, I'm impressed. Uh, I'm, I'm I got to get Catherine in your in your my, my radio partner in in 
in your world. Let's do it. Because he goes on the dark web and he's a genius at finding horrible stuff. Oh, please hook us up. Yeah, will yeah. You please hook us up. <laughs> I will. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have to just constantly erase his text from me. Just oh, constantly. yeah. Just fucking let's do a group text. Start, start <laughs> hey, it. can I ask you one last thing though? Yeah, yeah. Just as a societal question, you're Uh-oh. you're a smart guy and yeah. you seem to analyze stuff and, and where it's all going. I do feel like this lack of shame that we're now experiencing in our culture, like people posting come strike videos, etc. Yeah. There used to be an element of like, hey, this is private versus public. Oh, that's all gone. Right. What yeah. are the consequences of that psychologically as I, I, uh, a society? I, I'm less worried about the the mechanism of this manifesting as much as it is that people are running at it and using it all the time. Mm-hmm. In other words, they have no personal boundaries, so this is the perfect place for them to be boundaryless. Mm-hmm. It's not the technology's fault. That's an of internal course. fault. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you guys are putting online, but I'm going to be looking. I'm imagining <laughs> it's not going to be this kind of stuff. Yeah. Hoping. No. Tom laughed. No. Um, no? No. Okay. Uh, and, and so it, it's, you know, we live in a time where the, people have been abused, their body boundaries have been violated, they have no personal boundaries, they've come from no, fam- no unstructured family systems, and, you know, that's, this is it. And shame is, shame is the sort of, either they're, they're overcome by shame or they're totally avoidant of shame. Mm. Those are sort of the two versions we have today. And avoidant, shame avoidance are narcissists. Narcissists, exactly. Wow. Shame avoidance of is that. narcissism. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, shame, really narcissists refuse to feel ashamed of anything. Yeah, there's yeah, a real po- there's a famous guy right now. We get to see him every day. <laughs> no, but you know, really was like that was Clinton. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, right. Really was very slippery with shame. Right. And would just be, you know, these horrible, shameful things. And it's just. I mean, yeah. Not, yeah. Not, I'm not just by being. About. Depends an, what is it. Uber yeah. Yeah, right. narcissist. Right. Uber narcissist. And, yeah. and that, I, I'm surprised that has not come crashing down more. Yeah. So I feel like there's a push mm. for it more lately. It's coming now. It's, yeah. it's, it's starting to come. And, and it, it's been. That, I always thought that was the most extraordinary exploitation of a, of a underling, you know, it was just extraordinary. Yeah. In a, in a place of business, can you imagine the, the person in the highest level of authority taking advantage of the person at the lowest level? Mm. Yeah. That guy would, that CEO would go to jail. Right. Not only be in a civil problem. And if his wife came at and then tried to abuse the intern, she'd be in trouble too. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's just not okay. But I guess, you know, like we said at the beginning, to be a president, you can't be all that healthy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for the record, Drew thought that the car crush video was funny. So that's mm, just something no. on the record. I muted both of your mics. I, bu- I muted both of your mics. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. This is Tom signing off. You said it was funny. I said there's a funny part of it. It's, it's Stop funny. talking. Stop. I said it was, <laughs> if it were the Three Stooges, it'd be very funny. If it were in the context of fiction, a lot of people not. have sat there and said it was funny. By the way, I, I understand why. I understand why, yeah. but I know the reality. But those so. people are psychotic, right? No, 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 no. I could see why somebody would say that's funny. See, they, they were, let's psychotic. put it this way. First of all, they were not female. They were all male, mm-hmm. which for sure, right? Which we, we find violence funny. Yeah, women. It's it's almost you know three Stooges humor. Is it because they're dumber? Why it's almost the <laughs> dividing line between men and women is three Stooges humor? So stupid. My women just looks at it and says it's stupid because we create life and you guys destroy it. When pretty you're a much, mother and you make life, the thought is, is pretty much ridiculous pretty to much kill something. We, we don't kill; we just destroy. Maim. Different yeah. name. Yeah, it's, it's my fun. child. That's I think funny. Yeah. Well, wait till your son gets older. Oh, you'll see. Oh God. Oh my God, you'll see it. Terrifying. You will see it. The 
destructive nature. Oh, oh wait till your kid turns 14. I can't wait. I want to be here to a podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll think it's you're great. You're coming back. That you'll means you'll keep... come back. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh, Let's you. schedule it. Let's schedule it now. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Thank you so much, thank Dr. You. See you later. Thank right. you. <laughs> Do you know what that is? Gene, put those on. It's a song made of busy snorts. I love you too. Oh. Thank you for having me. Everybody knows that I'm a dog. There you go.